0: Thanks for tuning in to the Domesticated Savages podcast. I've got the crew with me here today. I've got Jeremy. Oh, boogie. I've got Fitz. Hello. I've got Jocelyn. Oh, hey. And we've got a special guest here today. We've got Ben. How you doing, Ben? I'm good. I'm excited to be here. We're excited to have you here because you've got some great stories. goes along with our theme we've got today. The next holiday coming up, it's a very special holiday. We love to celebrate this one, is... How Probably one of our favorites. Oh, It's Halloween. my favorite, personally. Best. Not mine. It's Fitz's favorite because he gets dressed like a slut. I it.
1: literally just it's okay. thrive for this day. It's <laughs> okay. This, it. year, this year, I get to do it three days because I get to celebrate it on Saturday, aren't Sunday, a, and on Monday. Aren't you doing yeah.
2: Britney Spears this year?
1: Oh, I'm doing Britney everything this pasties. year. Pasties? Can we see some
3: pasties? Bro, you're going to see everything. <laughs> let's,
1: oh, just, <laughs> let's just be <laughs> honest. You're going to be able to see everything on Saturday.
3: And it's fitting because I'm a zombie because I died last week. So. <laughs> That's true. And you're back from the dead.
1: Bitch, you're Kenny. Oh, Kenny, okay. <laughs> will you like stop dying? <laughs> These funeral expenses are wrecked. I don't know that I can keep
0: convincing who's, the department.
1: Who's getting that you life insurance die. money?
0: That's true. Who's fucking getting up it? this bitch? Not That's us. True.
3: Let's go oh, national. Man. That's true. We need to uh, <laughs> national. All right.
0: <laughs> I also want to shout out our sponsor of the podcast, which is South Track Apparel. Yay, yay. Those are our boys over there at South Track. I want you guys to check them out on the interwebs, southtrackapparel.com. Also on Instagram, southtrackapparel, one word. They've got awesome clothes. Check them out. I like South Track because they have cool designs, but also there's like hidden messages in yeah. the designs. You know yeah. what I mean? yeah. yeah. So yeah, check them out. As you guys know, typically we start out our podcast. I know we've got our, our guest here tonight, and he's going to tell us some stories. We'll do that. We're going to do a national story first. Yeah,
1: We'll start with a good one then. <laughs> All right. So this story comes out of our favorite state, Florida. Yeah, Florida. Woo.
0: Specifically out of
1: Winter Haven,
0: Florida. I don't know where that is, but I'll take your word for it. It's It's
1: somewhere in Central Florida. Central? A Central Florida man is accused of hiding his legless fugitive girlfriend from police by stuffing her into a plastic storage container.
0: Yes. That's awesome. That's cool.
1: 48-year-old John Carr Jr. of Winter Haven is charged with a a resisting arrest and is reported to have attempted to hide 39-year-old... Crystal Lee Anderson from the U.S. Marshals and Polk County Sheriff's Deputies. Polk County. Um, no Anderson's wanted for failure to appear in court on multiple charges, including false imprisonment, where she allegedly held people hostage at a Burger Wait, King.
3: hold on. With no legs. <laughs> With no, no no, legs. no, 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 no,
1: no, She has legs at the time.
0: Uh, oh. Oh. this job is... off to fit her in the fucking box better? So, <laughs> for no, no, no. What's it's, in the box, bro? It gets, it gets better. What's in the box? So...
1: Failure or sorry, false imprisonment. Uh, she allegedly held people hostage at a Burger King with a BB gun. It ended in a shooting with police, where she lost both her legs. Oh my <laughs> god! Damn. Oh my gosh! Were those they cops? Aim, they uh, aim low. <laughs> they aim low, <laughs> they aimed bro. Maybe
2: she was jumping.
1: Maybe this is
0: this <laughs> is what he happened. Was probably like, oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! This is what yeah,
1: happens when discipline. people say, "Just shoot him in the leg." Yeah. Now they're legless. Now they're legless. All Hiding those idiots that want to shoot him in the legs. She's fucking legless because of <laughs> you, idiots. Yeah. Okay,
2: fuckers need to stop admitting shit to the police because the only way they're going to know that th- he put her
1: in a box is if he fucking told them that. I know. Negative. So authorities received a tip <laughs> that Anderson... <laughs> was in car. He denied Anderson was there, but an officer had spotted Carr placing the now holy shit the now four foot tall woman into the container
3: is there a cough <laughs> they're searching the house they're like oh, we don't see her. what was that from the box what what's in the
0: box Johnny? it's always a cough
4: what's in that, the box wouldn't Johnny? that be so satisfying if your girlfriend pissed you off and you're like you're going in the box bitch get in the
2: box you know what give her some snacks and send her to California <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can fly way cheaper Yeah. oh yeah. you a paying for a fucking plane ticket that's like 30 yeah. bucks dude yeah. you could
1: overnight that shit
5: yeah, yeah.
1: it's like a, what is it ocean? 12, the little Asian dude that they put in the bag and gets lost. (laughs) Yes. That's $30 baggage
0: fee, $30 instead
1: of a
3: seat, like 200 bucks. How much does it cost to send a a box to, you know, New York? Yeah, not much. I'm I'm thinking like 60, 70, 80 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. That's a cheap... And it goes
1: by weight too, so legless, she's She's got to be under hundred pounds. She's yeah. four foot tall.
3: You just went to New York. How much was like a ticket to fly? What,
1: like we
4: got a good deal. Something? No, it was, it was a good deal for two fifty
1: round
2: trip. I can. I trip. think I could get in a box. I'm like one seventy, like five foot nine. In a big like, dude, just ship
1: it in a coffin. Yeah, bro, just take a bunch of sleeping pills. Go in a coffin. <laughs> that box you all up on nice and comfy. It's padded sleeping on all sides. Pills. That you sounds don't wake up. You go there. That sounds that way fantastic. you don't wake up. Yeah, yeah. that way take you don't a, wake up a nap all the way. You, you make up. sure that you've got We're enough. It's like even if you do, it's like an eight hour flight across country. Right, you take enough to knock you out for nine hours. You get boxed up, throw you underneath that bitch. You fly out. You by wake the time up, you pop up, they wake you up and you're, you're good to go. You're rested.
3: You're ready to go. You're ready to go. No, yeah. get- you know what? I no don't. jet lag.
1: I
2: think that would be a cheap way for departments to send guys to trainings. <laughs> That's how we <laughs> hey, should have done say, money. Hey, save money.
0: It fits in with this episode too <laughs> because you're like a fucking vampire coming out of the fucking coffin. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Could you? Could you <laughs> imagine claiming that from the from the the weird shape, you know, baggage yeah. claim, and then just opening it right there, and then just burst out of that bitch well, and you, start you running? Can you through imagine the, the dudes claim. throwing
0: the throwing the baggage from plane to plane? Can you imagine if they actually drop you and your fucking thing comes open, they're like a fucking
1: body's in here, <laughs> oh shit <laughs>
2: like,
5: Zombie!
2: <laughs> Maybe that's just the future of travel in general. They're all just gonna knock us out, put us in like packages. You know that makes well, me well, think. Load us it up space. and just send us off, and then development. they'll, they'll development. open our package. That's what it
5: makes
3: me think. Well, you know those stories of all the Japanese hotels that like you pay for, but it's like a little cube they put you in, right? Oh, they, the, little, the little sleeping hotel. You're thinking of Seinfeld? Never. Kramer. It's actually Kramer did it. He had a Fardman. It was a Fardman. Yeah. In Japan, they actually have these hotels where you pay for a normal. Whatever, but it's a little cube. You go get in your cube, and it's, it's literally just, just like the size just of a bed. It's just a cube. Yeah. So bathrooms and showers in, are sleep, across it's all the whole community.
0: Hall. Yeah, Where, weren't you telling me that when you were in Europe, you took to yeah. cook some trains, and it was like a fucking little. Yeah, cube? that
4: was yes. That's, That's
0: human was trafficking, Jocelyn. I'm sorry to say,
4: I got human trafficking. To tarnish your <laughs> I got human traffic from Russia to Finland. Tell us about <laughs>
0: the bathrooms and that piece of
4: shit. <laughs> so you go, you have to walk to the bathroom, and you go in, and it's just sticky, like just Ew. pee everywhere. But it's just a hole. You it's assume it's pee. You, you a assume hole? it's You peeve. see the tracks. It's just a hole in the floor, and you like you're seeing the tracks go by. Well, yeah. So you're just you have to like to you squat. squat yeah. Hover over this hole. Yeah. On the tracks.
3: That's how the bathrooms are like in Brazil. Yeah. You go to Brazil, and they're squatters. Yeah. yeah. Hole in the ground. You just it's squat, and they usually it's healthy. Have...
0: <laughs> it's healthy. Well, it's it, a good BM right there. It yeah. technically
3: is because your uh, your body's in a better position to expel that turd. I got the squatty potty, bro. Yeah but Squatty, pie. as an American, the first time you see that, like what the fuck's going on right now? Oh, yeah, is sure. this a joke? Backwards, bro. And then you squat down <laughs> and then it just like piles out of you. and You're like, Oh, this is amazing. Wow. I feel really empty I right feel now. great. There's some awkwardness because as Americans, we're not used to using the bathroom that
4: way. We've no. got the amenities. Yeah. And so yeah. when
3: you squat down, you're like trying to hold all your belt and your fucking shit together. And you're like, oh, okay. And there's no doors. I, I've used the bathroom in Brazil a few times. All right. And there's no doors. And so if you get down to Brazil and you gotta squat down and there's no doors, don't be alarmed. That's yeah, it's normal. It's just a little
0: rapey. There's a hint of rapiness to the whole situation. It's a little rapey vibe. There's
3: there's a little bit it's a little bit rapey. And then and then when you have a Brazilian sitting there rubbing his tummy staring at you, that's normal. That's normal. That's normal. normal. It helps you finish quicker. It helps you, yeah. He finishes quicker. The doors
0: off because <laughs> there's no doors, He can yeah, see he everything. Can oh, a sh- quicker, yeah.
3: And then and he invites you. Invite you to, to quit and then he invites you to his villa, and you have a great time. You have a great Holy time. Shit. He'll give, free, he'll that's a free meal. Give you a
2: little
0: bit of his cologne.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's a free meal. It's a free meal.
0: That was a lot of tangents, and maybe I'll keep some of it. So cool. Um, but now we're going to get into our boy Ben, who's here. We're going to have Ben tell us, you know, a rookie story or two or ten.
3: Ben, what have you done in your police career? Oh, so that's far?
0: true. We didn't ask that, bro. I want to know. Thanks for getting me on track.
4: Ask him. How long have you been a cop?
0: Twelve years.
3: Okay, twelve years. Has all that yeah. been with one agency, multiple agencies, three agencies? Okay,
2: and I'm at my final.
3: Okay, are those agencies here in state?
2: Yeah,
0: give me a
3: locations, kind of.
0: Don't have to say names, but like like areas, maybe. A um,
2: bit. my first uh, agency was rural. I was a deputy out east, uh, near the Indian reservation okay 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 uh my second that's
0: gonna play later right yeah
2: yeah yeah there's a lot to that (laughs) yeah um i was there for almost two years and to this date the craziest uh, fucking experiences i've had were out there period Period. Period.
0: you're Uh, on an island out there by yourself uh, a lot right
2: yeah and if you're gonna talk about it it's not quantity it's quality in the city you get quantity, 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 but you have so I don't much... Know.
0: I I run a lot of quality there, too, bro. Like no, a, We've had good shit, too. No,
2: no. Way good shit, but you've got out east, you're by yourself. Yeah, see, and that's so, the thing. there's something about it that's mm-hmm. different. That's different, dude. You're it's all different. by yourself. Yeah.
0: See, that's the thing about the city, is you have a back who can come back you within, you a minute, know, a minute. 30
2: seconds. Dude, there is so much to it. I mean... Like, you're, out there, how long does it take to get kay, there? Okay, you're, you're talking about something as simple as a cyclist who crashes on the side of the road uh-huh. in the city firemen are there before you they'll probably cancel you before yeah. you even get there yeah. out rural you are the only one with this dude half his face is ripped off and you're holding him down while he's bleeding out mm-hmm. and you're getting blood all over your uniform it's not even a criminal investigation but there's no one else Yeah, it's you and, you're it and you're it you're on the radio saying you need a back and they're saying they're 30 minutes out code paramedics are on their way but they're all volunteer so it's going to take them an hour to get there. Mm-hmm. So that's the
0: difference. At what point in time do you just load them up in your car and fucking fly to the hospital?
2: Some t- uh, A couple with kids, definitely. Yeah. Uh, um, that would happen. Um, yeah. And then my second area, I was in, it's not the main capital city, but it's a city close to it, which yeah. is the West Valley of the county. Mm-hmm. I was there for about six years. And then I came to the major metropolitan city. Yeah. For, I've been here
0: almost five years. Five years. Yeah.
2: So I'm roughly looking at like 12 years here.
0: Yeah. So that's how much time you got in the system. So um, like I, I like to introduce our guests and have them tell us what they've done. But I like our guests to tell us rookie stories. So Ben, do you have any rookie stories you want to tell us?
2: Yes. I have a unique experience because I first started out rural, mm-hmm. out east near the reservation. And when I started out there, everything I did was out of pure ignorance. Mm-hmm. Meaning I didn't get a field training process. What they did, I'd, I'd come out and I'd ride around at the school resource officer. And when calls were happening, I'd show up here and there. I didn't really get a process. and uh, Not
0: like we get in our city. Nothing. Where it's, you know, 14 to 20 weeks-ish nowadays. Yeah. Where you're riding with multiple different people for a period of time. Where no. you're seeing a bunch of different types of calls. Understanding how to handle those types of things. Yeah,
2: and it was a lot of traffic stops, writing citations.
1: Real police work right there. (laughs) Yeah,
2: exactly. But here's the crazy thing that that this particular county does have crazy shit that goes on. And when I got off of my training, which was only with the school resource guy, They said, congratulations, you're on graves, and you're on the east side of the city, which neighbors the reservation. Uh-huh. And it gets fucking crazy.
0: Like, what kind of crazy? Are you going to get into that right now? Uh,
2: they get shootings out there. Oh. Uh, homicides occasionally. not uh-huh. Not like the city yeah. in quantity, but here and there. But you will get them. Fatalities from, I mean, you have so much recreation out there. Mm-hmm. Um, the amount of fatalities I handled. So, like
0: accidents and dirt stuff? Dirt bikes. Yeah, dirt bikes. Four-wheelers,
2: hunting accidents. Uh-huh. People falling out, hiking, hikers missing. Um, yeah. Just crazy stuff like that. So, my first two months, uh, I was doing an overtime shift, and the only available overtime shift out there was contracted by the feds Mm -hmm. and you would work in the national forest and we would all fight for these shifts. And there were so many national forest spots, they'd pay like 60 bucks an hour to just go out and be in the national forest. But in these areas, when you'd go there, you'd lose radio contact, you'd you'd lose cell. Mm. And you'd have to tell dispatch i'm now going to be out of service and you give them like an approximate time you should be back and so i went down to an area in the southern portion of this county called indian canyon and indian canyon is known because of the murals that are down there there's a lot of oil work that goes down there and i was sitting on a dirt road and this uh i see this truck rolls up next to me and says hey we found a body out in the desert no kidding and i said uh Okay, you know, I have no cell service, uh, no radio. So I follow this guy out and there's a body. It's a... No shit. It's a rotted corpse face down, it, probably in the stages of purge. And for anyone that doesn't know what that is, it's well into decomp. They're no longer swollen. They look like a zombie from Walking Dead.
3: Hell yeah. Thriller. Yeah. Thriller. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a thriller reject.
2: <laughs> and uh, so I'm out there and I'm like, no cell service, nothing. I don't know how this guy died. I don't have any experience. I pretending like I know what I'm doing, but I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I have no fucking clue.
3: So this is all in national forest land.
2: Yes, and it's in my county, and I'm a deputy. It would be our our jurisdiction. So I'm thinking, what do I do? And I'm looking around, and I see plateaus, like desert plateaus. Maybe I can get on top one of those. So, but you know, I still keep sight of my crime scene. I'm thinking my options. So I finally hike up this plateau. I de gear, take a bunch of gear off, and we we had a lot of stuff in our rig different than the city mm-hmm. like I had a huge expedition and I had a lot more stuff mm-hmm. and so sure. I, I would you de- need that, yeah. yeah I would de-gear and I'd go up to the plateau and I finally got cell service and I make a call to dispatch dispatch makes a call to my sergeant start I get a call from the sheriff of that uh-huh. county yeah he's like so what do you have and I said it's a dead body are you sure it's the weekend none of these fuckers want to come out yeah none of them come out. And, and he's like let me make a call I get a call from one of the detectives. There's like four detectives that are like the main detectives. Fucker doesn't want to come out. Um, We're talking. I'd already been working 10 hours. It's like 3 p.m. And he's like, well. 3 p.m.? 3 p.m. on a Sunday. Okay. And he's like, well, we're not all on till Monday. I'm already working 10 hours. And the nice guy in me, the new rookie that doesn't know what the fuck I'm doing, is just like, okay, I can keep an eye on the body until you guys come on duty. And he's what like, the fuck?
0: No yes. shit. That's,
2: that's a great idea, deputy.
0: Okay. He's like, yeah, yeah, we'll do that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like
0: 14 more hours?
2: Yeah. What? So uh, 14
0: more? It's 3 p.m.
2: So, so I like I, make a ca- I make a call to my wife to let her know, like, hey, I'm out on this dead body. It's going to be a while. She's like, okay. And uh, I go back down, run back down to the crime scene. And um, I'm parked next to this guy. This dead body, like next to it, like open my door and hey, buddy. <laughs> no shit. That <laughs> like close. Right there. Because <laughs> I have no clue what I'm doing. Because you don't want it to walk away. And it's like, you know, you're a rookie. You hear about crime scene. You can't, uh, you know, yeah. you, you know I'm so worried about.
0: Although you're driving over the crime scene. So
2: I'm, I'm there and I put my spotlight on him and uh, I sit there and I don't have internet. I don't have phone. I don't have radio. And I'm just there. And my snacks ran out, my <laughs> my fucking water ran out, and I was there for a long time. And throughout the night, like I'm getting tired, right? And I wasn't scared. Of like ghost stuff, anything like that. But I started thinking, like, what if this was a murder? And what if these people are coming back? Like, there's the stupid rookie in me. This guy was obviously there for at least two weeks. Yeah, I mean, it's in the desert, sun, two, three, maybe a month. Mm-hmm. um But I'm thinking, what if they're coming back? So I'd see lights coming in the distance. Like, dude, I'd get out of my 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 rig and i grab a fucking rifle and run out into the field and get down no <laughs> like, shit
5: <and> post up <laughs>
2: and dude cars what what meanwhile i can smell the decomp oh, like ew. coming into my vents oh yeah like <laughs> and it was like <laughs> 14 hour uh, and so i finished a 22 hour shift oh fuck and bro detectives show up they come out with a razor like oh awesome thanks for waiting on this and clear it up and I help them diagram the scene
1: they're like oh, if that I would have handed that shit off to them by motherfuckers they,
2: they brought uh, Emmy out uh, medical examiner Kim comes out the fucker's eating a sandwich over the dead body like a psycho yeah, and too. yeah who cares I do that too. I, You know, outdoor bodies don't bother me. I, it's like a deer it's in the... It's the best place. It's like a deer for me. It's like, oh, I'm looking at De- a deer. Outdoor,
0: outdoor dead body is the best place to have it. Oh, yeah. Because you get ventilation. Yeah. You and I have been on one of those. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We actually talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. I said, if you ever need to identify your body, check the dentures. Yeah. Right? That was that incident. That's like, that's where I learned that. Yeah. Right? 17 years as a cop. I didn't know that. And now I know. Yeah. Check the
2: dentures. Check the dentures. So natural causes. Turns out this dude was a priest, Catholic priest, and uh, he was dying of cancer and he liked to gold prospect. Oh. And he always said that someday he would die prospecting. And he did. And uh, Went
0: on a walkabout and didn't make it. After
2: 23 hours of sitting on the body, they gave me the assignment of finding the van. And like a stupid ass rookie, I did. You did it. And so I worked almost thirty three hours. Oh my and gosh, bro! I went That's home. Wildly
1: illegal, by the way.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't do that.
2: Not in the out, county. Out in the county is different. No, but, uh, out in the county, there's no rules out there, dude. Um, pretty sure state law supersedes sure law county laws. Super so uh, you talk state law in the county, see what happens. You get so that was a rookie call in rural. Let me give you a That's rookie crazy. call in the city. My okay. first rookie, Mike, with uh, us. Uh. No, yeah, no. it was the, the other city. Yeah. Uh, the other city, but very close to us, within miles. And I'm I'll, this one's shorter, but it's a good one. We Get a call one day, day shift. The only day shift bid I ever worked. We get a call that there's a female screaming in an apartment, and we show up. We roll up. You know, a lot of these calls you get, you kind of they're usually bullshit when you get there. Roll up. I open my door. No shit. I can hear a female screaming for help, like
5: help, help
2: out of her mind. So I get on the radio. I tell the second officer coming, he shows up. He's like, holy shit. Yeah, it's legit. So we grab guns. We set up a EAT, which means uh, emergency action team. Some call it an emergency response team. It means we're going in. Yeah. We're going in. So we let dispatch know. We go in, chick in her underwear, in her panties, in her living room, screaming that she has bugs in her head.
5: I, <laughs> she has
2: bugs in her head, and we're trying to calm down. And we, before we can even respond, she sticks her hand in her eye, behind her fucking eye, and she rips her eyeball out in front of me
0: no kidding her
2: entire eyeball came out and like all the guts behind it down to her lip she fucking grabbed it and ripped it out of her head and I remember I'll never forget the other cop I was with he just grabs his head and he goes dear god
5: Oh my god. holy
2: <laughs> shit
3: <laughs> and, dear god oh my god and like see so, so you're the only one keeping your cool on this scene yeah yeah. she's lost he's lost it, he's
0: lost it. yeah they're losing it and I get on She you the grab r- his hands like get your hands away from your face we, bro wait she
2: tried to do the other arm and we had to grab her arm and like her blood's going everywhere and i get on the radio and like she just ripped her eye out we need medical and the funny part is we had captains and chiefs show up because they wanted to see her uh-uh. <laughs> like okay, I go, oh chief hey chief yeah
3: yeah what do we have here i heard uh like me or she <laughs> like, would throw an eyeball out. so my question is uh, what i would have liked to done have done on that scene is you know if it's her right eye cover her left eye and be like can you see me oh yeah God. dude you know she probably did she didn't rip out her like it was still attached right
2: so like the eyeball came out and all the guts behind it and it was hanging down yeah, yeah. so the like, red is
0: still
3: attached yeah yeah I, i'm wondering she probably still could see did you I, w- I wanted you to pick it up and be like can you see me with this eye yeah, yeah. i want to know you, you, uh, start whipping uh, it i don't know yeah. if
2: anyone's ever done any emt stuff i used to be an emt intermediate and what they do they take a cup and they put the eye in the cup and then they wrap wrapping around the cup and and around the head, and I watched him do that for that. No kidding. And uh He probably th- put it back in there. I saw her. She was a really cute girl, actually, and the meth destroyed her. And yeah. I saw her a year or two later, and her eye was all crooked and Duh.
4: Wh- <laughs> She had <laughs> a wonky eye. They could have fixed it, bro. Cocked like them. a pistol. Was, Cocked like a pistol. It was all like fucking lazy eye.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Because she fucking destroyed Don't those muscles. do drugs. Don't do drugs. That's what it comes down to. Those <laughs> are two
2: rookie stories.
0: but uh um, nice. good stories. <laughs> I love it. Do you remember any of the stories initially when you got on with the with us?
2: Uh yeah, actually when I started when I started with with the with our department. Yeah, with our department. One of the worst homicides I had ever seen was was, was that, in though? our area. I was working graves. You were on that shift fit. Uh, yes, sir. Fits, but I don't know if you showed up. <coughs> uh shots fired, which we get all the time. And yeah. a lot of time you show up it's nothing. Yeah. Or it's like someone just heard it. Yeah. We show up and uh dude's out on the roadway and um, in front of a house there's a car crashing in another house and uh, I went up to him first and I remember I was with two other cops that were like deers with headlights on their faces. Yeah. And I had to yell at them cause there was a, a door open at a house and I, you know, I was like, watch my back. I had to grab this guy and grab, drag him behind a car. And uh, I looked at him in his face and he was like a fish, his mouth. And he was trying to talk to me and I looked at him and I was like, who did this man? And he had a, he had a gunshot to the head. Oh. And it's like who did it, man? And he was trying to talk to me. He's trying to tell me. And I was holding him when he died. No kidding. Yeah. And that was probably just like two months uh with our department. Oh wow. And that was a memorable homicide.
0: Dude uh, died in your arms.
2: Yeah. Damn.
0: Yeah. He was standing up when he first got there. No, he in was on. Car. He was
2: on the ground. He was on the ground, but he was he was agonal breathing. Yeah, and he was looking me in the eye, uh-huh. and I was trying to get uh trying to get that out of him. Like, so dude, do you think who? with
3: a headshot, if he if he could have talked, you think he would have told you, or do you think he would have said something like, "You're like who did this"? And he's like toaster strudels. You know what? I I <laughs> like, bet I bet I bet him.
2: he was like looking at angels or demons. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> angels or demons. I don't know that he would knew that I was there. I ho- I hope so. You know. You
0: didn't tell him to squeeze your hand.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I squeeze my. hand. <laughs> you just gotta get one last. Oh,
0: squeezer. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. One last squeezer. That's the way to go out, bro. One yeah, last that squeezer. Is. One last squeezer. One last squeezer. Before squeeze you die. my hand.
3: Squeeze my hand, baby.
2: Yeah, that was a. That was a. You know, I've been on a lot of homicides, but that was one that sticks in my head oh, quite a funny. bit. Yeah.
0: So yeah, I've had some. I've had some homicides kind of similar to that. I remember one we had. It was is on the west side. I it was the shooting just occurred, drive by, and I show up out there and as i get there it's out on the street actually on the sidewalk dude is shot in the chest and he's sitting there laying on the ground and i can see him going pale and people are sitting there like i show up on scene they're like do something and i was like okay apply pressure here And i'm telling them to apply pressure apply pressure there put your hand on that push real hard okay squeeze down on that okay good all right somebody lift his legs they're like, huh? I'm like, elevate his feet. He needs blood to his heart, not his feet. You're great at delegation. <laughs> Smart. And there was like 10 people there. I'm like, you guys need to do work while I fucking maintain the scene. Security. yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I just started delegating, telling people, hey, lift his feet up, put pressure on the wound. And the medics were like in route, and I'm sitting there watching this guy, and I could just see like the life force leaving his body. He's sitting there like looking, and you can see the life in his eyes. He's gasping, like the agonal breathing like mm-hmm. we talking about. And then you see like slowly, like slower breaths, slower breaths, until like there was like a breath every maybe 10 to 20 seconds, and then no more breaths. And you just watched his life leave his body. His eyes glazed over. It was so weird. Trippy to, to watch somebody die like that. Nothing I could have done. He was shot in the chest, probably hit like nicked an artery in the heart. And the ambulance got there probably. It only took maybe three or four or five minutes for them to get there after I'd gotten on scene. But he, he died way too quick. They couldn't have done shit. They got there and they tried to work him for a minute and it was not not nothing i would say nothing
2: makes you realize how valuable and also how cheap life is all at the same time
3: yeah did the quickening happen no 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 there can be only one there can be only one I didn't see what the, the shit. Is the I didn't,
2: I didn't
0: see anybody get any energy. So,
2: uh, do you think his spirit still haunts that spot? Very spot. That sidewalk.
0: <laughs> they have a shrine there. I drove by it like not too long ago, and I was like, "That fucking shrine's still right there, dude!" Like right on the corner. You drive by there, you'll see it. I think I know what you're talking about. I think so, it's probably
3: haunted, in keeping with uh, the theme of this the episode theme. and the holiday coming up. It's <laughs> the
0: haunted. Halloween theme. It's haunted. Haunted. Let's just say it's haunted. I have absolutely seen haunted fucking places, dude. I've seen haunted places. That old children's hospital, oh, up in the avenues. Dude, bro. that's where I almost. Oh, not in the avenues. Are you talking about the yeah? You're talking, talking about, talking about the museum. museum? That's the one where
1: I almost tagged the xenomorph. That one's hella haunted. So here's how I see it. That's
2: haunted, regardless too, bro. of what exists out there, energy wise, or heaven, or hell, or uh, where sure. where bad
0: alternate plane.
2: Yeah, where where bad things have happened. Bad things will feel more comfortable in those spot, those places. Yeah. <laughs> where where good things happen. Good energy. Good things feel better in those areas.
0: Yeah, and bad things don't want to come into those areas. I can see that.
2: Yeah, and, and that's kind of how I see it. So where there's history, where there's, I don't know, that's what I think possibly.
0: Yeah, yeah I agree yeah, with that feels 100%. Right. I think that you, regardless of what your belief system is, the stuff that I believe in, I think that absolutely you're going to have a congregation of like those evil negative spirits that are going to maybe congregate in an area where negative evil things have occurred. That just makes sense. Well, like those I know negative energies, I, right?
2: I go where I feel comfortable if I'm an evil motherfucker. I'm going to yeah, go where exactly. I feel
0: comfortable, you know. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. That's what you're looking for. Like
3: knows like, like, like breeds like. Can you imagine whoever got Dahmer's apartment after him? They're like, Hey, we've had an opening. You can come here. Probably sitting there and he's like, somebody's, eating a face in here. I can feel it. No, you're sitting
0: there like, mm, I'm kind of hungry for a human. I'm kind of hungry Whatever, for a Whatever, dude.
3: Whoever some,
2: got that apartment got it three days later and they were smoking crack in it. Yeah. Probably. It was
4: Milwaukee,
0: Probably. downtown. Yep. In the 70s. Yep. i
4: hungry crack. for like some drop. Yeah. Awesome. What's yeah. that, Biff? Hungry for some raw meat. Yeah. Hungry
0: for some raw meat. He's like, you know, you know who it was is uh, John Whit- Gait. Wh- no, I was gonna say, I was gonna say Whitney, Whitney Houston.
3: <laughs> crack is whack. Crack is whack. <laughs> Have you ever smoked crack, Joe Rogan? It's delicious.
2: <laughs> what movie is that? I where, smoke rock. I what, rock. What movie is that where Bob Saget
3: stands up and is like, "Have you ever smoked or sucked half cock baked for crack? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I <laughs> suck dick for crack." He's talking about uh, half, his half baked d- when he Dave Chappelle gets up and is like, "I'm addicted to marijuana." I'm like, "That's not a real drug. That's not a real drug." And Bob Saget's like, "I suck, I dick, suck for crack dick for crack." Funny enough, I saw Bob Saget. He did a comedy show. He's fucking. He was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And he talks about how he gone. RIP. But he talks about how Vax. all through, all through his life. Like he'd be walking with his daughters, and someone yell, "Bob Saget, you suck dick for crack!" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm with my daughters, but eh. <laughs> I want to play." That's his most, That's his most
2: memorable scene. Time Over all those, all those scenes in, yeah. in Full House, Michelle.
3: Yeah. That's nope, such a it's, good
0: show. Sucking good dick, show. dick for crack. Sucking yeah. dick for crack in half baked.
3: In keeping with the theme, you worked out close to the reservation. I grew up on the reservation. That and same one. That same. Particular no, no, one. different and, one. No, so New Mexico, New Mexico. But okay. so what they have, what's Navajo. called the, the yeah, they call it the checkerboard reservation, because the, if you look look at an aerial map, it'll be squared off, and some will be BLM, some will be Ute, some will be Navajo. So it's like this big checkerboard. They call mm-hmm. it the checkerboard reservation. Okay. So it's okay. you know Navajo Ute. Uh, but mainly where I was at is the Navajo reservation. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad taught school. On the rez. Okay. And they had like teacher housing. Like it was a tract. It was behind a place called Najoni, which is a Navajo word for beautiful smiles. Najoni smiles. So like beautiful smiles. Mm. Um, Cause they didn't have a word for smiles. Well, I mean, they probably had a word for smiles. I
2: don't so know. in the particular <laughs> County that I worked in, you had the main reservation. However, um, there were blotches of reservation and there could be a home in the middle of the County that was set as a reservation house or a particular square of of the highway is a reservation part of the highway. So, if I happen to do, be doing enforcement and I pull someone over and they're of the tribe, I have to contact Bureau of Indian Affairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, however, where the violation occurred is what matters. Where the arrest occurs is not. Yeah. And there was a lot of that on our mapping system. We had, you could see very clearly where the reservation areas were. And also... Y- You got to know it. And then you knew the res houses. And we worked very well with Bureau of Indian Affairs. They're contracted through the FBI and Quantico. They're well-trained. They're legit cops. Yeah. The reservation hires their own police called Tribal. Tribal police. And... I arrested one of them once on a DUI crash and he had a gun on him and he's a convicted felon. One of the one of the tribal police. The the tribe picks their family, they they bring them on and their tribal police. Bureau of Indian Affairs is legit, tribal police is not. Right. So BIA is
3: kinda like the FBI of the uh, res. Okay. They they kinda they you know, they have jurisdiction and it and it wouldn't be over just one part of the res. No, it's over the whole thing. And so but the but it's or is it one part you said? They is have it, they, part?
2: sorry, is
0: it one part or the
2: whole thing? They have jurisdiction in any reservation in the United States. Oh because okay. they're and, Bureau of Indian yeah. Affairs. So it's, they like, are it's a, like the FBI. And okay. and we got along very well with them. Um I had I had pursuits with them. And if I was if I had a particular member of the tribe at a house that was causing problems, I could call I could look at the screen, see who's on a BIA calm and say, hey man, this so got he'd, he'd come right over. And vice versa. If the bar on the res had uh, a non-tribal guy uh, cause a problem. He he, call, They'd call us and we'd come over and handle mm. it. And so we worked really well together in that okay. sense. Sometimes we'd go on a call together. If it was a res house, it'd be a deputy and then a, a Bureau of Indian Affairs cop and we'd go to the house together. Okay. And we'd handle it that way.
3: Huh. So That's cool. So the tribe over, so like, um, for those who you don't know the, Navajo tribe, they have the largest land of any tribe in the world. Okay. 27,000 square miles. Navajo okay. tribe is a well-respected
2: tribe. They actually do a good job.
3: Okay. And so th- they call them the NTP, the Navajo Tribal Police. Okay. And so they're usually pretty legit when it comes to like the tribal police force. Enforcing it's, laws. It's whatnot, usually and pretty good. Smaller, reserba-
2: smaller reservations are a mess. Navajo yeah. is like, the, they're the, the cream of the crop. Okay. The standard. In, in the US, they are like the, the best tribal police and i'd say from what i heard yeah
3: and then so but then you have the bia which is over the united states yeah Kinda like you said.
2: They said FBI. FBI. Our bureau of Indian Affairs guy were in patrol cars, and we also had FBI agents. Yeah. But because of the particular area where I worked, there's a well-known ranch out there known as Skinwalker Ranch.
0: Skinwalker Ranch.
2: And there are FBI agents out there
0: on Skinwalker in that
2: in that particular area. And I know it because I had a pursuit one day, and I look behind me, and there's a blacked-out SUV, and we're chasing this car, and eventually stop. We do a high risk stop. It's me and two agents. And they look like Mulder and Scully in suits. Dude.
0: No shit.
2: And we arrested them, and they gave me a high five. They're like, "That's the coolest shit I've ever done." And I don't know what kind You're like, of. This is a Tuesday, motherfucker. I don't know. I don't know what kind of FBI agent they were to have fucked up to have been put out at that on ranch. the streets. Yeah, but uh, yeah, maybe they were the good FBI
1: agents. That's so, <laughs>
0: well, you told me there's some shit that's going on out there. Yeah, You made stories. a Netflix. Is it Netflix special about Skinwalker Ranch? Yeah, there's a couple specials. That it's, it's the History Channel. The
2: History, the History Channel, Channel. Netflix
3: album. has done shit. There's all kinds.
2: So of- I will tell you this: I only watched half of the first episode of that, and I shut it off. Why? And I haven't watched it. Why? Because the first thing I saw. Is something that I experienced out there, and the people they were talking to out there. I realized I'm a better witness than they are. Oh, really? Of what happened out there? Oh, really? And uh, hell yeah! In particular, into that. Do you want to get into it? Fuck
0: yes, I want get to get into, into it. That.
2: So at the time that I worked nice. in this particular area, I had no clue what this place was. I didn't know what Skinwalker Ranch was. I had never heard of it. I didn't know it existed. What
0: took you out there? Like,
2: did
3: well, you grow on, up out on. there? Where are you from originally?
2: Yeah, I was going to say, so where are you from? So here's the funny part. I'm born and raised in SoCal. I'm a, I am grew up surfing. Uh, oh, that's
0: right. The nipple thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Nipples in SoCal. Everyone gets it. <laughs> So-cal, SoCal nipples. Yeah. So-cal So-cal did you you did. say that? And it just makes sense. Oh, okay. Like, okay, we get it. We got right. it. Um, <laughs> They're from SoCal. So uh, I had an aunt who lived in uh, this particular county. She, they had a ranch out there and I would go visit as a kid. My mom would send me from SoCal. You're going to go with your aunt and uncle and I'd go out and play. We put the shit kickers on mm-hmm. and I'd play cowboy for a couple weeks. And I'm, I love those memories. I'd help them out on, on their crops. It was beautiful. Yeah, and cool. so at the time I was applying for jobs in law enforcement in, in this state, no one was hiring. 2009, 2010. Mm-hmm. I'm talking one agency puts out one opening and you'd have a line of 400 guys that yeah. would test. Yeah. So I wanted to make myself better. So I became an EMT intermediate mm-hmm. and I self sponsored through the academy and I started testing everywhere. And this particular county, I went out and tested and I met the sheriff and these old boys out there and when they they asked me you are not anything like people we hire here why are you applying here i said cuz when i was a kid i told them what i used to do and they they knew my aunt and uncle mm-hmm. they're like oh we know them and i told them i loved so it they out hit here to a foot in the door a little i was bit. like it was good and then i told them they're like do you know anything with emt stuff i'm 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 an intermediate yeah. because Medical calls pop up on the screen. There you go. You do the job and you assess them. And by the time the ambulance gets there, you're like already
3: helping the patient. You've got all the vitals and all the shit. They can load up. up like, yeah. hey, we've got this, this, and this. Let's go.
2: Yeah. So I applied there, and I tested a bunch of places, and I got a job from the state's highway patrol offer. They were going to give me a job offer months out. The retirement system changed. I got a call from the sheriff. And so this, did you get
0: in before? Yes. Oh,
2: nice. By I'm the only one in my class that did.
0: No kidding. Yeah.
2: Nice. By two or three months. Oh, that's so nice. Um, And so they, they called me this county called me and said, hey, we want to give you a job offer. We just had a deputy that was injured. And I'm like, I don't know, I have an offer from the state. And I went and met with my academy director and he sat me down and did the math. And he's like, you need to go with this. And I was like, oh my gosh. So my wife, we moved, dude. We went out rural. I got along with everyone out there. I had good friends, but I was very different. Yeah, I was the city boy, yeah. and they would all make fun of me. What, but at they? the same time, I was a good cop. I worked my ass off, and I made a lot of arrests. They knew it, but it was just fun. It yeah. was like, oh, you, you know, I'd always call it's them. kind of
0: like the old west.
2: Dude, I, we would get stray livestock calls, and it's serious out there because these are the sheriff's constituents, and these are people's livelihood. Yeah. One night, I show up, in this, and I hear livestock. I get out, and it's not just a cow, bro. You're talking about the big bull. Oh, yeah. And that fucker chased me, and I ran around my car. <laughs> and and that thing, it, it was like a, it was like brindle, like camouflage brindle. And this fucker was chasing me, and I popped the thing to my expedition and jump in and the back. The, I pop the back of the expedition. Oh, I you? jump in. Back I close at the back hatch, and like I tell my my buddies out there, and they're just making fun of me. Like they're they're wearing cowboy hats. They got nineteen elevens with cowboy boots on. Yeah. Like, See, because
3: you can't put, you put this city boy. You can't put I, this. You can't put this bull down because I mean bulls are several thousand. I mean, dollars tell for me, a no, I tell yeah. me
0: what they would have done instead. Yeah. In your place, what would they have done? They probably would have done the same thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, they, but it's yeah. just it's the fact exactly. that you did it and they didn't. So you yeah. know what? There's probably here so, comes so, the rapping. You know,
2: uh, over a year or so, I learned like you can yell at cattle a certain way, and they will. Re- and I actually learned yeah, that that's the, true. you know the cattlemen, they're like, yeah, 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 true. yeah. Yeah, you know? that's true. I started to learn that stuff, but It's true
0: though. That is a thing. It's kind of funny how it works though, but it's real. Yeah,
2: yeah. So that's
3: so out there. That's so that's the story of how I got it. kind out of
0: the of same way you re- yell at a transient in reality. Yeah, I use that same voice for trans. It fucking works they respond. like a charm. If you
3: go and you're like, uh, "Sir, I'm gonna no. need you," and they're over in the corner, literally. I, down. See
0: the, I see the herd of trans, it's like, Yeah, and they run
3: away.
5: <laughs> you,
2: you guys just care, you, you guys just care too much. I give them water and drive off.
0: I don't
1: get. I don't care. <laughs> you give them water. It's more yeah. not what I give them. <laughs> he doesn't even stop. He just fits, throws it. At fits. Him. fits Here's him. a water.
0: <laughs> Those rookie stories are awesome. I love rookie, rookie stories. It reminds me of my own, and uh-huh. I actually, you know, we kind of share some of our own too with you. You're like, dude, I totally forgot about some of those things that we're yeah. talking about, right? Yeah. And that's why I love the podcast because the podcast reminds me of stuff that I have not thought about for a long time. That's why this is so beautiful what we do here. Like, It helps us remember some of these things and we're saving it for posterity. And right? and here's the thing. Uh,
2: we, cre- we create over time when you have experience in our profession, we create these defense barriers. So we don't bring shit home sure and what those defense barriers do they make us forget yeah yeah. and but it also ekes into our personal life we our kids tell us something and we lack emotion and we forget stuff Uh, they ask us hey daddy tell me about a story at work you're thinking i can't think of one yeah and it's because it's not this wall almost yeah we put this wall so it's it's a defense for us but it's also creates a lot of issues for us mm-hmm. but when you talk about it it gets it out and they start flooding it starts and yeah. it can be it can be positive it's cathartic
0: yeah that's what I talk about. I think yeah. honestly I didn't know that doing this right here that we do when we first started it almost a year ago now. Yeah. I didn't know that this was gonna be so cathartic. Oh yeah. But honestly, it really is. I feel so good when we do the podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's achieve- a lot of it's a
3: lot of fucking work. Achieving cathar and it feels really good when you achieve that catharsis. Yeah. Is when you come in and you're like somebody tells a story, like, oh shit, I remember this, yeah. this, and this, and yeah. then you tell it. It's like unpacking it. And it's almost like you unpack it a little yeah. bit. And now that we have the experience in the season to see a situation differently you mm-hmm. know from when we experienced it fucking 10, 12, 14, 15, 16 years ago yeah. you're like oh shit and it helps a lot true
2: you think of your best and worst times uh, I, my worst bid ever a bid in law enforcement about three months typically maybe four mm-hmm. I had a bid where I had seven children drownings oh <sighs> And I worked at graveyard seven, what? Yeah. And I was on graves
0: Ooh.
2: and I was in uh it, it was summertime and you, you think back to those times and it's like, it, it's good to talk about it. Yeah. It's good to bring it out That's in the hard. Open That's and hard to and
0: deal with. Like, honestly, this might be morbid, but I'm going to ask you like right now, how the hell did you deal with that? Seven in a
4: four month span. What agency? Uh,
2: with? So it was my second agency. The just, West. Yeah. Just the West area of, of the metropolitan area. You know, some of them I wasn't the initial officer, but a majority of them I was. Still, you're dealing with it. Yeah. And, you know, it was anything from, I remember one of the kids, uh, mom was cleaning with a bucket, left the bucket full, took a nap and came out and her baby was drowned in the bucket. Or a 12-year-old in a pool, 12-year-old at a hotel pool, um, apartment complex pools. Actually, what's interesting, my dad came on a ride along with me that Summer. And uh, my dad was in law enforcement when before I was born in Riverside City, California. Oh, really? He was a cop for three years and he quit. And he always had his biggest regret was leaving the profession. Really? My mom at the time hated it and talked him into leaving. Mm-hmm. They got divorced ultimately. Mm. Um, he was with me on one of those. My dad was with me when we pulled, on the drowning. we pulled one of the children out of the water. Ugh. My dad was there with me and he was like a bigger strength than I was. Yeah. And there was another seasoned cop there and my dad was like there for him too. And so that was a pretty cool experience for that's me. That's way really cool. Um, but yeah, that was the roughest bit I ever worked oh, that's tough. in patrol. It was like, what is going on here? Yeah, that's like tough. Boom, boom, boom. One after another. After yeah, that's tough. But it's good to talk about it. Yeah, for yeah, sure. So, you know.
3: When I did my time in sex crimes, um, oh yeah, a lot of—I mean, a lot of people look at it like I could never do that because of the type of crimes that are involved. Did it come up on your police background?
2: All these sex crimes you did? No, <laughs> to honey, did
0: my crimes? Oh, exactly.
2: No, but he did his time. Oh, you were you were as an S- a, okay? As a
0: dick. Special
3: Victims Unit. Okay, yeah. I want to hear it. Go ahead. Well. You know, to hunt offenders, you have to be an offender. Yeah, you have to know. They don't tell you that going yeah, in, but yeah. a lot like everyone's like, what it was, what it was for me is it wasn't like I mean, the cases it was more of the people I was working with at the time. You have that support because they get it, they're in it. That you know, you're doing, they're doing the same job, and so you kind of develop this camaraderie, this bond of like, well, I'm investigating these heinous crimes, but I've got these really good people with me. Yeah. And so I don't remember- Brotherhood, camaraderie yeah. helps
0: you kind of get through it, gives you that strength.
3: And so, I mean, there was a ton of cases where you're in it and you're like, holy fuck, what's going on? It kind like, of rocks your world a little bit. It rocks your world and you're like, this is the evil of humanity. Yeah. Like This is straight fucking evil, what it's these people are doing. It's hard to look at in the
0: face and like- but what Believe
3: I really me. remember throughout those times, obviously I remember the shit going on, but I remember the brotherhood, the people I was working with and the camaraderie he had and like I remember there were several like fucking cases where you're like, Holy shit, but you had a buddy right there who knew exactly what you were going through and you know, you could talk about it and do whatever. And so, you know, as you bring up like you said with your with your pops it was like you're going through the shit that normal people don't understand yeah i mean obviously the parent but i mean like seven like people don't understand like after that call if it's in the beginning of your shift, you write your report and then you have to go on to a next call. Like for you, you almost have to put it on the sideline and be like, okay, I still have to function throughout the day. I can't just call it quits. I can't call in and be like, hey, I've had a tough fucking day. Yeah. I got to go home and fucking cuddle with my blankie. You still have to do shit. And having your pops there for that, you know, that one case that you had, how helpful it was. And I think... Uh, I think that's where we form this, you know, strong brotherhood in law enforcement. Sure, is agree. because we're with people who understand what it's like to have to deal with this shit, and then you still have to live. You still have to come to work the next day. You, you have still to come have to work the rest of the fucking the shift. rest of the fucking yeah, shift. Yeah. yeah. And so I think it's good that you have this catharsis. You and I think that's why we do it when we talk to other officers. We talk about some of the horrendous shit we've seen and done is because they understand.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cathartic. Cathartic. You feel cathartic right now? Yeah. I Hell think. yeah.
3: Have you catharted today? <laughs> <laughs> we are right now. We're catharting, catharting right now. so hard. I
4: want to hear some <laughs> spooky shit, though. Yeah.
2: All right. Spooky shit starts early in my career. You know, hearing the stories of Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. I was like, I worked out there. But at the time, I didn't know I was working there. Yeah. I didn't know what the fuck it was. So You
0: thought it was only a regular day thing. Regular day thing. Because you hadn't worked in law enforcement. Yeah. Like, this is kind of like what I'm dealing with. Yeah.
2: So I watched, started watching some of that documentary on Netflix about Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. And I shut it off. Because the first thing they started talking about was animal mutilation. Yeah. And I realized the witnesses they were interviewing, I, ha- I was a better witness than yeah, any of them. you
0: knew more shit than they did.
2: Yeah. And uh, one call in particular, so in that rural area, uh, we touched on a little, we were talking earlier, um, anything having to do with cattle is so important to the sheriff. Right. If you ever seen the show Yellowstone? Yeah. Have you ever seen the show Yellowstone, it's very similar to where I was working. The north part of my county was very mountainous, forested. The southern part was desert. Um, the central was kind of like uh, in, in, in between. <laughs> um, we call it the Pinion Ridge. It's pinion areas. Okay. So um, up north, I get a call in a town from a rancher who has dead cattle. And he's just ticked off. He's just pissed. This redneck dude worked his whole life out there. Um, So I go out there and there's... Four cow cattle whatever the fuck they're called i'm the city boy remember cows yeah there's probably some rancher dude listening
3: you son of a bitch It's <laughs> a <Hadford>. so <laughs> it's a what, what kind of cattle are we talking jerseys holsteins black angus red angus okay here we
5: go <laughs> uh,
2: that
3: redneck it wasn't you get fucking specific right now it was, it.
2: okay it was it was not a bowl it, there was no bowls okay. they were normal were they, cows. were they milkers the they were like darker i think cow. they
0: were for beef Beef.
2: I think they're beef. probably beef, yeah. So they beef, were beef cows, yeah. Beef these cows. cows were laying, uh, <laughs> beef cows. I guess you'd explain in a circle, like ass to the center and heads out. When I see it, okay, hold on, you had four about four in a four. circle, in a circle, and no, when I ass is
0: in, heads out, yeah.
2: And when I first walk up, I just see a bunch of fucking dead cow right, right. away. And the guys, the ranchers, just like, well, son of a bitch, my f-. cows are dead, yeah, and so you call them
0: cows or cattle.
2: Uh, I don't know, uh, so, my heifers.
3: On. So hold on, at this point, uh, you got to Realize, like this rancher he's been he's been doing this his whole life. Yeah. So to him this is probably like fucking nuts. Yeah. He's like something's off here. To you it's just like another call you're like this guy's calling about what now? Okay, your your cattle are dead. So
2: so the reason why I bring up the show Yellowstone there's a lot of beef between reservation and non-reservation yes, and is. his instant thing is thinking that there was some sort of tribal ritual involved right. and he's just pissed about it. Okay. Okay. And he was making those suggestions. So The cattle are there, and one of my good buddies was on, I saw on the screen he was on, he's with uh, the State Division of Wildlife Resources. He's a game warden, and he's a smart dude. He's trained in this sort of thing, and I call him because all they do is investigate wrongful death of animals.
0: Right. And And I feel like poachers and
3: stuff. Poachers and stuff. And I think if if I can remember, don't, to be a... A state game warden? Don't you have to have a degree? Yes, something? and he
2: did. He had a degree, four year in biology. Yeah, biology, you're like animal husbandry, like they yeah. have
3: something related.
2: They to... they are they are forensic scientists yeah. of their own cases. Yeah. And so I call him and I was like, I don't know what I have here. So he comes out and he starts all his forensic stuff and he starts pointing out to me. He says, so look at here. This is their anus. This is their reproductive organs. He's like, there's a perfect cylinder incision on every part. Every anus of every cow,
0: a perfect cylinder cut out, Laser incision,
2: incision, like on whomp. the anus of yeah. every the, cow. Yeah, and he said all the rep- all the reproductive organs are removed. Really, and so they're all female,
3: which I've helped inseminate heifers. And so, do you want to unpack that? <laughs> I can't Praising. I don't have a degree in anything. <laughs> you got to be you got to be packing to be able to do that. Do you, do you hey, need Jeremy, a degree?
0: Congratulations, bro. Do
1: you need a degree
3: to inseminate heifers?
4: No. I don't Dude, think no. you need a degree. Could you do it? Hey, Ashton Kutcher. I could, think I've Asht- got the hardware Ashton for it. Just need, he just needs anonymity. Ashton yeah, Kutcher does it on the ranch. Hey,
3: you don't need. You don't have the hardware. You may have the software,
2: <laughs> but you damn sure don't got the hardware. So, so perfect cylinder incisions of the reproductive organs. And uh, those
3: are removed.
2: That's what he's telling me. And I don't know, but he's telling me this. Why would he lie to you? Yeah. And so funny? then he points out another part. He says, there's no drag marks. We're in the middle of a field. These cattle weren't dragged here. He said, so unless someone had a fucking helicopter or they walked here and they were placed here. He's like, but there's no blood in them and there is no blood around them. So unless someone removed their blood here, he said, also, there are no strangulation marks. And there are no bullets anywhere. So he did the whole case on it. I did my case, which was like pretty much a witness statement. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I showed up I, working I out.
3: noticed this. I called this guy. He came in, and
2: yeah, and plus working out there, i you i I wasn't trained. No. They like threw me out there, dude. Right. Everything I did was on ignorance, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I look back to them. I think it's some shit I did out there. And I'm like, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I survived, Dude, yeah, seriously. And so I write it up. He writes it up. I take a bunch of pictures. Those pictures are somewhere, man. Later uh, that week, I'm talking to... So in this particular area, so many different agencies, like a local city agency, the Bureau of Indian Affairs, the state agencies, anyone that was on, we would always meet up at like a gas station. And we were all buddies. Like, we were all sure. pretty pretty close. We just yeah. helped each other in everything, whether it was highway patrol. That's what's cool about working in some of those areas. There's a lot more camaraderie. Sure. It doesn't matter you what- You
0: have to. You have to. Because you have to lean on each other I, so much. I had troopers out there.
3: We were like best buds. Yeah.
2: And wildlife-
3: because- when you call for help those are the guys who are going to respond yeah every time every time
0: every
2: time and it's kind of interesting now that i work in the city when people talk trash about troopers sometimes i'm the one to defend them and people make fun of me but it's like ah dude i had this camaraderie with but rural troopers are a lot cooler yeah Yeah, like different different city ones trust me Um, i'm telling them about this and i'm like no for real so i go to pull up the case the case is locked no so, shit so a locked sealed case is a serious case yes. homicide we're talking yeah we're talking homicide with
0: like
3: that's what we'd see in the city like if we if you went on a homicide and then like a couple months later you try to pull it up it'd be locked that's usually like like, legit homicide that's usually like, like a division lieutenant stuff. division commander yes. who's like yes. shutting
2: it down like plus i call dw my dwr buddy
3: yeah and i tell him
2: to look up his case locked no shit state and county locked and we're like well it is whoa okay and i didn't think much of it i didn't think aliens i didn't think anything yeah nobody talked about it yeah out there people are like yeah, that's bullshit like nobody talked about it
0: wasn't much to talk about so you've got these cows that are in a circle they've got these laser cut marks basically in their anuses and the reproductive systems are extricated There's no blood in the area, and there's no signs of how these cows have died. And to be fair, decomp decomp had set in. It's not like
2: I could tell there was a laser incision. Okay. But I'm being told by my buddy that's like, of course,
0: of course. This is secondhand info. Yeah, and I'm seeing it. But it's from your boy who knows what the hell. Yeah, I'm seeing guts
2: come out of the ass. And, you know, I'm no forensics expert.
0: So I just want to infer some things here. So cows don't just die in a circle with a laser beam cut out in their anuses with a... Re- so so, so <laughs> that's just-
3: I've, seen, I've seen many a, a dead cattle. So sometimes, and they'll drop and then they'll sit out in the sun and they'll bloat. Sure. And sometimes they will, from the decomposition of the sun, they'll split right down the middle. Yeah, but it almost looks surgical. I mean, it's, but that's just the nature of the forces. Yeah. But to get four cattle in in a circle, and he's pointing out like, there's no drag marks there's no indication of how they died there's no blood like these this is shit like he said no strangulation and no bullets yeah it's like and how and did and that
2: I, die i remember the thing that struck me i was like well how'd they get out here and he's like a helicopter and he kind of like laughed <laughs> and like walked
0: off yeah A like, helicopter. helicopter no like, not exactly. that's the only
3: plausible explanation but it's not an plausible. explanation it's as a, not it's like an explanation. no one's grabbing a fucking helicopter and somebody would have noticed because if, yes. even if you get a helicopter, you can't transport all four at once. No. You'd have to get one, transport it there, kill it somehow, go find another one. Yeah. So somebody With would notice- their
4: precision. Right. exactly.
3: Somebody would notice a helicopter flying around for fucking hours trying to do this shit. Yeah, exactly. And that'd almost be like sh- for a city guys showing up on a homicide and like, this person died. There's no bullet marks. There's They have no blood. They have no fucking liver kidneys. Yeah. It looks like it was fucking surgical by means that we don't- completely understand and then later try to look up the case and be like it's fucking classified yeah. it's locked down you'd be like exactly. what the fuck is that
1: yeah. exactly
0: straight up men in black yeah, yeah. so that, and that's why i wanted to kind of unpack though It's kind of set the stage and be like okay back then you're kind of ignorant you talked about that yeah but no being in the game now for 12 plus years and you look back at it you ask yourself what the fuck was that
2: yeah, and, and at the time, I didn't know that a Skinwalker Ranch existed. Yeah, I didn't right? I didn't know that stories existed until like the past two years. Okay. And I look back, I'm like, so, and I, I see these stories, and I'm like, fuck, I, I had experiences. I saw shit. And yeah. that's just me. Imagine the guys that have lived their whole lives out there.
3: So for those who don't understand, can we kind of explain the Skinwalker Ranch a little yeah. bit? So do you think it's paranormal or extraterrestrial?
2: I, I don't know, dude. You know what? I?
0: Paraterrestrial. Dude, I don't know. I have no clue. Like I I say paranormal because it's like skinwalker stuff. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna unpack that too. Yeah. And then I think extraterrestrial so, Xenomorphs. So Xenomorphs. I, Chiller's Museum. In, in yes. response
2: to that, in conjunction with that, over time out there I had a UFO experience in the same area. The, so. Yeah. Let's hold
3: on. That? Let's break down Skinwalker Ranch for, for people listening who haven't watched any Netflix or anything. You can watch it though. Jump you can on there and you it. can understand the story a little bit better. But Spon- yes, so net, we're sponsored by Netflix. Netflix so is sponsoring Every us. time you watch that, we get a we get they a penny might get our something. podcast on there soon. Who we, knows? Yeah. Yep, absolutely. So Skinwalker Ranch is a ranch, and I don't I don't know exactly fits. How big is it?
1: It is approximately five hundred and twelve acres. So
3: it's not super huge.
1: Yeah. Also big known as,
3: big big as Sherman up. Ranch. It's near White Rocks and Neola Highway. Mm-hmm. So I, if I can remember my Wikipedia's fairly well, it's a mm-hmm. ranch that I think, uh, like you said, originally started as the Sherman Ranch. Mm-hmm. From from its inception, it it has experienced the oddities of the universe, supernatural, supernatural dude. shit, where people have seen UFOs, flying saucers, where strange cattle mutilations, mutilations have occurred, yeah, all kinds of shit have gone down, and,
5: and
2: there they, are confirmed government agencies out
3: there. There are confirmed government agencies. There are people who have the experiences of the paranormal, the extraterrestrial out there. It's like a hotspot. Skinwalker Ranch is like a UFO hotspot. Yes. It's
0: listed. That makes me think of like Area 51 kind of stuff. Yeah. The, the stuff you're listing right now makes me think of Area 51, stuff that we know, but the government's like, eh, yeah, we deny that. Well, Skinwalker Ranch is like not really a hot button topic. Maybe a little bit more now because of Netflix like uncovering yeah, some yeah. stuff, but- you have dealt with that shit firsthand. Which yeah. is well,
3: the government's already admitted that UFOs exist. Yeah, uh-huh, you know, I know, I know. The the colonel, I think it was a colonel who uh, was there. Thank in-
0: you, Tom
2: DeLong from Blink One Eighty Two. Yes, he, yeah, he does. funded the organization. He's taking tons, millions
3: and millions of dollars.
2: And he, and because of his work, all of that came out. Yeah. Yes.
3: But well, there was a colonel in '47 when the crash happened in Roswell. Mm-hmm. He wrote a book, mm-hmm. and he talks about how, like days after they, you know, they said it was a weather balloon. Mm-hmm. He said oh, that was staged. This yes, is a colonel, bro. this is a colonel back in the 30s, 40s and 50s who had done some serious shit. He's yeah. not just some your some normal guy who fucking like oh you get 20 socks, you get 20 socks. No. A serious legit colonel. He and He's a, not like a quartermaster. No. I think the book is called The Day After Roswell. Oh really? Like you said this top fucking bird colonel has come out and said, yeah, this is there's like some full shit. bird Full bird fucking colonel has come out and said shit's going on. Oh damn! So that's look at—I'm uh, pretty sure it's called the day after Roswell. Oh, that's cool.
1: So he's written—oh, he's written a few. The new mental battlefield. Beam me up, Spock. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So let me he tell you. This we, this was let,
2: let me tell. Spock let me battle. tell you something. It too. said Spock. Let me tell you something too. That's a mind warp. When you have an experience, and then you go speak to other people who are not into this sort of thing. They don't like talking about it. Yeah. And over time, you get to know them. And they start telling you their own experiences. Deputies I knew that were lived out there okay. and had very personal experiences with Sasquatch. And really when they tell you, it shakes you to the fucking soul. Because you know this person, you know they're not full of shit. Yeah. And when they tell you, you know they're scared to death that they're telling you. And, and why I is knew-
0: that? Because it it conjures up the thoughts and the experience themselves, or they're worried that people are gonna think they're kooky. They, they're going to think they're kooky, especially when you were born and raised
2: in a small town and you know who the kooky ones are. You don't want to be the kooky ones. Yeah. And you hear from a serious person their experience. It's like, oh my God. Right. Holy shit. Like this dude's not fucking around. Yeah. This is not a joke. And you start talking about this stuff and they tell you their own experiences. You work out there in a place like this long enough. You start hearing stuff like that and you're like oh my God, maybe this is real. Maybe there is something to these stories.
3: Because you work with these people and you know like, hey, I trust this dude with my life. This dude wouldn't shine me on for anything. Exactly. But then when he starts letting loose like, hey, some shit doesn't add up. You have to take into account like, hey, this dude's been a deputy, a cop for so many years. They're not going to sit there and bullshit you about some of this shit.
2: Let me tell you this. Us sitting at this table right here today. Fitz is here. He's quiet as hell. Well, I'm reading about. Okay, but he he strikes me as the sort of guy and- that probably is the most doubtful about skeptic. this stuff about skeptic. aliens? No, just all Sasquatch Any aliens
0: anything. Maybe oh, I love mo- all that stuff. No, he's our. You might love it but you're skeptical. He's our no-why guy. He's okay. the no-why guy. You all know that. I'm mean, the yes and. Okay. You, bad you, bad all, and so you all
2: know that guy that's like a skeptic. Yeah. When you hear a story from him after knowing him for months and years and he finally breaks down and tells you it something, tells you. that's when you're like, "Whoa." Your ears perk up. Yeah. And you're like,
0: this is some legit shit right here. When,
2: when someone that you know that, like, they don't talk about this sort of thing, and then all of a sudden they tell you a story, well, actually, one day I was out spotting for elk, and I saw a bear in a bush, and I watched it, and this bear stood up, and it was a man, and he was 12 feet tall, and I watched him for two hours on the mountain, and to this day, I don't know what to fucking think of it, and I'll never tell anyone. And someone that you know tells you something like that? Yeah. And I had a deputy tell me that once in this area where I worked. Yeah. He now holds like a higher office in that area. Oh, yeah? And he's like, if you ever fucking tell anyone I told you that shit. <laughs> he's going to deny it. Yeah. And you yeah. hear you hear something like that from someone, and you're yeah. like, this might be true. Why would he tell you anything This otherwise? might be fucking so true. So let me ask I you totally this, believe in that. Ben. You, you've be cool.
3: had time working out there do you believe sitting here now in the supernatural
2: that's like pretty broad yes yeah because okay. there's well a lot to of... me to me if it's real it's not supernatural if it's well, there it's just i just not aware of. it. because
3: there's a lot of people who would be like that shit doesn't exist there's always a scientific explanation for you know your cattle story about all that they'd be like the to, government was doing to
2: some... me the concept of like aliens mutilating cattle is probably just logical like the universe galaxy is so big there's probably other things out there exactly. i don't know so to me it's hard to say it's supernatural no
0: no no. i think i think my supernatural what i think that you're talking about like here is you take what culture our culture understands is like what our what we live right now like yeah things we understand Supernatural would be something that's outside of the norm. So, an alien entity coming down here and mutilating a cow—that would be supernatural. Or, you know, uh, a Bigfoot sighting would be supernatural because people—they okay. try to disavow okay. that all the time. Yes, and so then that I'd would say, be supernatural. So, yes. so
3: with your story with the deputy seeing this bear turn into a man, they'd say, "Oh, you know, he was just fatigued. He'd worked a long shift." And you sitting here saying, "Hey, I know this dude. He's a solid dude. He's not one to tell." tales out of school. So if he's sitting here telling me that this is what he saw, I fully believe based on his character and the type of person he is, that what he's telling me is accurate.
2: Yeah. This particular deputy that told me this story, so, he's really well known for shootings he's been in out there. He is a stand-up guy. Solid dude.
0: So can I tell you this? Yeah. I've told this story in the podcast before, but it's going to go in with Skinwalker. So I'm on a call. We have a call of like a peeping Tom on the West side and we get there. Yeah. Me and an officer get there, and we see this guy. Match the description perfectly. Was there snow? Yes, there's snow. It's the middle of the wintertime. We're like, hey, stop. The dude flees. So we pursue him out there. We're getting foot pursuit with him. We can see him just fine. We're... Running along with him, he's like keeping ahead of us like at a normal pace. We're not really catching him. We're not falling behind. And then we get to a fence, jump the fence, and fall follow the footprints now because he kind of dodged behind a house there. Follow the footprints there. Like his, it's the only footprints in the area because it snowed a bunch that night. I followed the same footprints. Jumps the fence. There's a like trees. We go through the trees, following the footprints through. Following the footprints. Following the footprints. Following the footprints. Can't see him in this field of the school that's out there all of a sudden, the footprints stop dead center in the middle of the field. The motherfucker didn't have time to de- double back on me. He flew away. I'm telling you right now, something. Shit. Those footprints stopped. Yeah. In the middle of this field. And I stopped too. And I'm like, what the? Like, I was confused for you know a good five, 10 seconds. I'm like, looking around, showing my light around. I'm like, what the fuck? How did this happen? And then after I, I see no footprints in the area where he could have like you know darted off the, the path that he took, it like dawned on me. I'm like, oh shit. I'm dealing with something right now that's not normal. I'm dealing with something right now that is not in my repertoire of understanding like some peeping Tom peeping on somebody in a house. This is like some motherfucker who has some extra abilities that I don't understand. And when that like kind of dawned on me right there, I was like, okay. And I freaking backtracked back and me and my buddy were like, what are we going to write? right? Like as a like, dude, you fucking right up there like the dude evaded our freaking pursuit. We couldn't find the motherfucker and we get the hell out of here. <laughs> peeping Tom ran away. Couldn't find him. At the end. And got the hell out of there.
2: So... To understand a lot of the skinwalker stuff, when you work out in those areas and you start talking to like the families, some of the tribal police and the mm-hmm. Bureau of Indian Affairs, they take that stuff very seriously. Right. And they get calls regularly that involve that sort of activity. And uh, uh, one night I get a call out on a welfare check out in the Pinion Ridge. It's like the middle part of the county, half desert. Uh, pinions are like these bushes slash trees. They're tall 12 to 15 feet. Uh, actually my brother was with me on this call and he's now a state state, uh, investigator. He works with the state. So, um, he was younger than though. And, uh, I get out and it's this old lady, someone calls, they said they hadn't heard from her in a while. The same call we've all been on. She lives out on this nasty trailer. Um go knock on the door, no one answered. Like Jeremy grew up. This is Jeremy's Hold house. on. Is it a single wide it, or double wide? It was uh it was uh double wide. That's oh. too rich. Too rich for you. Yeah, but she didn't have a porch. It was falling apart.
3: Yeah. <laughs> she might she may be ex- accepted yeah. the Even single wide aluminum
2: siding. She painted it a nice blue.
3: Yeah, we'll we'll take her.
2: Yeah, okay. Um so get out, um she's not answering. Eventually open the door, go in, um to violate her rights, you know. Just kidding but it's the country you gotta, you gotta get
3: shit figured out <laughs> going
2: in to check her welfare. she's gone. It turns out family took her to her home, so we're leaving this trailer. My brother and I are outside just talking and we hear a fucking baby crying. I'm talking straight on just
3: wah, wah. very
2: cl- very you hear it very clearly and we distinct. there's no other houses close by, and so we start searching. I throw him a flashlight, and we're searching under rock. Everywhere we're hearing a baby. I call one of my deputy buddies, and he laughs at me, makes fun of me, he says it's a coyote. And at the time, I was like, okay, maybe he's right. So fast forward years later. Since then, I've I've gotten way into outdoor stuff. I do tons of backpacking. Um, I have heard bobcats in the wild, cougars yeah. and coyotes. Yeah. To this day, I look back and I think that. That was a baby crying in the middle of the pinions. And what's crazy is I talked to one of my native Bureau of Indian Affairs guys and very seriously, matter of fact, he's like, oh, yeah, that's the myth of I forgot the name, but uh, it's an ancient skinwalker that keeps babies from the river so they don't drown. You hear the babies crying at night and it keeps it keeps all the kids away from the water so they don't drown.
0: Oh, no kidding. So, and it gives me, I'm getting chills right now, bro. I'm getting chills right now. It's crazy. Chills.
2: And and I heard it. I got some to, chills. To, and at the time when I was told it was a coyote, I was just like, oh, yeah, you're right. And I just took it, you know. Um, But years later, since I've heard tons of coyotes, I've heard bobcats and cougars. Yeah. That was a baby. Yeah. In the middle of the-
0: Go humans. out on my deck
2: right now. You'll hear some coyotes. It's well, different than a baby. We spent a half hour looking for this baby. I almost got on the radio, but I scared everyone would make fun of me.
3: <laughs> yeah because i'm so, the city
2: boy out and
3: like so coyotes in the hills they usually have dens though what they usually do is they'll go out and they'll hunt and they'll bring whatever back to the den uh-huh. and they'll have pups in the den and i've come across a few coyote dens in my time you could i mean if to the uninitiated you could think well maybe that's but for those of you who have hunted and know Where? that sounds Where? nothing like a child Where? you know like even even coyote pups, like yowling for. It still sounds like a yowl. It, it's nothing close. Sounds like a baby. Interesting. I mean, I grew up on the res. Yeah. And so my family is. There's a town that borders the res, and they had a construction business. And so we had a, not a, a lot of native employees who worked for us. Mm-hmm. And you'd ask them about, I mean, Being a a teenager growing up around the res, we always heard skinwalker stories. So not having any cultural sensitivity training back then at 16, (laughs) you don't know. My bias is showing, I guess. You'd be like, tell me about skinwalkers. And they are very tight-lipped about saying anything. Yeah. About anything.
2: Yeah. Well, here's the thing you don't know, too. There are actually good skinwalkers. It's not just an evil presence that they claim
3: from what I understand from my upbringing is usually it, what it is, is it's witches who have the ability to transform into an animal form. Mm-hmm. And so, but when I say witches in, in the, in the Navajo, the native culture, cause that's all I know. So I can't speak to the Plains Indians. I can't speak to yeah. the Cherokee or Iroquois. I can only speak to the Navajo and you. Yeah. So witches could be man, could be woman. Okay, but usually it's uh, there. You know, most of the lore is witches who've gone bad to the dark. And in the Native culture, and if there's any Navajo Native Americans, feel free to correct me. But they they harper a lot on balance, mm-hmm. balance of good and evil in your life. And there's a ton of interesting. Uh, ceremonies that they do, like when a female turns the age of having her period, there's a ceremony they specifically do for her. And I mean, it's, it's a very interesting stuff they do. And so a lot of what they do is based on tradition, based on their principal beliefs of this is how we assert good into the world. This mm-hmm. is the bad stuff we don't do. Like stepping over a corpse is super taboo in the native culture. Sure, And even being like, I've talked to, I've had dealings with the NTP, the Navajo tribal police. So even, you know, and they, they understand that they have their police duties, but they also have their beliefs. So if they come upon a deceased person after their shift, they will do some cleansing ceremonies Mm. for themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, And so growing up and kind of understanding that, like I, I think I had the benefit. So for those of you who don't know, if it's Code talkers. Mm -hmm. Oh. So we utilized the Navajo in World War II because the Japanese were cracking our codes like nobody's business. Yeah. And so we had code talkers come in and they would speak Navajo, but they were also using code in Navajo. So Mm -hmm. should there have been a Japanese dude who's like, hey, I speak Navajo, Mm -hmm. he would have heard certain codes like, hey, the sheeps are out of the pen. You know, the cattle run. And and so it was code within a code. Yeah. Which is what helped us win the war and some of these Pacific theater battles that we had. Yeah. And growing up uh, on the res, I had the opportunity to learn from some of these dudes. And I mean, it was amazing hearing their stories about, and they were code talkers in World War II. Yeah. The wind talkers. The wind talkers. And so having access to this culture, you know, I try to learn as much as I can and like I said, they were more than happy to talk about the battles they've been in, the what they did to help the U.S. government. But when you bring up the topic of skinwalkers, which is yeah. tight lip,
0: They wouldn't tell you shit.
3: They wouldn't talk about it. There was a few who would because even, I mean, some of the belief is even talking about it gives whatever which that power. Yeah. And so, I mean, it was interesting because.
2: Damn, I got to drive home. And uh, this place where we're recording is way out here.
4: You don't have to drive home.
2: Uh, maybe I'll wait till til the, su- til the sun comes
3: up. I mean, it's it's almost like if you probably grew up in Salem, the witch trials and, and all the shit back there, there's probably some people who firmly believe like, hey, this is real.
0: Yeah. You
3: probably get some people like, you're fucking up in the night.
0: Yeah.
3: It's not a thing. Sure. And that's kind of how it is on the res. Um, some people fully believe that it's actually really happening. Some people are like, nah, you're kind of crazy. Right. But most of the guys I talked to who, who would talk to me were like, this is real. Don't yeah. fuck with this shit. Yeah. Don't talk about it. Yeah. Um, but I can tell you there were, I mean, nights. So, you know, even during the wintertime, we get done working five, six o'clock. I take these guys to their places to buy whatever. I'm taking out of the res at seven, eight, nine o'clock, and then I'm driving home by myself. And you know, unfortunately, a lot of these, you know, the reservation roads aren't really well-maintained, and so, I mean, there's these two-lane roads out in the middle of nowhere that I'm driving by myself, and and it's and it's night. And so how the res does things, if you are a tribal member, you can go to them and be like, hey, I want housing, and they'll be like, hey, we'll give you this area, and usually they'll set up a, a trailer or a hogan, and a lot of these hogans are dirt floor, wood built. If they're traditional hogans in the Navajo culture, you want them facing east because they... Tend to greet the day. I mean, there's not a lot of streetlights. I mean, it's very dark out there. When you're driving at night, there's not like you've got streetlights, you've got businesses, there's not a lot of illumination from anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Driving these dudes to their trailers or whatever, two lane road at night, I mean, the only lights are coming from my truck. Mm-hmm. And so there are distinctive nights. And I always, you know, growing up on a farm and out in the boonies, I always had a rifle or a pistol nearby. And I usually kept the 1911 in the glove box. Yeah. Um, Gladys, as she Gladys. were. Mm-hmm. She's, she's rolling with me on, on patrol today. It's yeah. a different Gladys, but it's still Gladys. She's still Gladys. Um, Gladys 2.0. Gladys 2, 3.0. 3.0. She's, 0. she's a beauty. <laughs> I I distinctly remember one night where I'm cruising home, and as I'm driving on the road i see a dude on the side of the road just kind of walking and it's almost like time stopped as i'm passing him he looks at me dead in my fucking peepers my ocular cavities. Yeah. if you have your lights on you have your your rear lights are kind of on yeah you know, We're you're, pretty faint you're driving to. lights. And I'd look in my rear view mirror and where the dude was standing is a fucking coyote. No and, shit. And it's, no, and it's not like, I mean, it's not like a dude had a coyote pet and could duck behind trees right there. there. There's nothing. Nothing. This is the desert. This is open ground. There's fucking a, sage. There's, there's maces everywhere. Yeah. And I'd look in my rear view mirror and I'd see a fucking coyote. And I'm like, first of all, any of you who ever hunted coyote, they're skittish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not a lot of coyotes. Not
0: even by the fucking road when a truck drives by.
3: Yeah. Are gonna run up to you and be like, "Hey, they're like fucking dogs." And there's more than one of them. Yeah. And there's more than one. And I'd look in my rearview mirror, and I see this fucking coyote fucking staring right at me as I'm driving away. And that's when you fucking you know, if you had a stick shift, you drop it into low, and you fucking cruise. You bounce, or you, or you hit on the accelerator, and you're like, I'm getting the fuck out. out of here.
0: Yeah, exactly.
3: And I would tell these stories to like dudes. I'm like, bro, I dropped you off last night, and as I was driving away, I saw a dude. But as I passed him, I looked in my rearview mirror, and it's on a coyote, and he would just get this look, and he wouldn't say shit. And I'm like, like scared bro, scared to say, any- scared as shit to say anything because yeah. he, they live out. Out there, yeah. I mean, that's happened more than once. But growing up, hearing this stuff, and you know, kind of living in that area, what I've learned is it's a form of it's a form of witchcraft, and usually it's a form of dark witchcraft. Which, you know, skinwalkers most of the time tend to do some harm or evil. Make fun of me if you want. But I'm a full believer. Like, I think there's evil out there, and it can take many forms. For sure. And maybe you, some. You know these-
2: what, though, evil in the eye of the beholder. They're per- in their eyes, they're protecting their land they're protecting their culture. Absolutely. So, and that's kind of like in their mindset they're the warrior, right? They're Absolutely. Where they're and and with your same along the lines of your same story, um I had not a particular highway I would always go park on and do reports on when I worked graves. And this was out in this area. Turns out years later looking at the map, it was a long skinwalker ranch. It was oh, a particular yeah. highway. And one night I was sitting there, very similar to your story, and I saw like a dog in front of my police car. I was pulled off to the side of the road. So I turned on my, my front lights and it's this tall white blue-eyed freaking wolf and no. and it was standing in front of my car and i started flashing lights it's not moving and so i started giving it some yelps you know with my siren woop, 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 yep. woop, woop, woop. nothing starts talking to the speaker like yeah 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 and i'm i'm like i start driving that at, works on cows bro i start driving on i start driving at like at it and it just backs up and it's just like it's whole like looking at me it was and like staring at staring you, at, at me. looking at you looking at me and i was like yelling at this thing and it wouldn't nothing it wouldn't budge and i know what a coyote looks like yeah i know what a husky looks like. yes it wasn't a husky wolves are distinct the funny thing is i told my buddies later and they made fun of me they're like there are no wolves there haven't been wolves in this area since the 30s and this wasn't any wolf this thing was tall yeah tell one of my tribal buddies and he says it yeah yeah that's a really well-known skinwalker it's like a beautiful white wolf with blue eyes and he wanted you to get the fuck out of there
0: oh no shit
2: and i was like ha 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 and i didn't think anything of it years later looking back like after having more experience in the wildlife like i to this day and i've even been to yellowstone i have not ever seen yeah, another canine, wolf. canine like that.
0: No, not like a that, freaking big majestic. This is like something out of
2: Game of Thrones. Yeah, dude. dude. It looked yeah, like it looked the
0: Game of Thrones
2: wolves, yeah. dude. It was this like freaking girl. And, and so
3: you have to understand that. No, no like no. like Ben said that. I mean the this winter. this is their land. Thank you. Right.
2: Yeah. So actually, that same exact road, that same highway. I remember during the winter. So in this. Particular area um when it is winter, it gets like minus twenty at night. Yeah, cold as shit. Some nights I would fill up a coffee cup and put a glove on, and I'd drive around and see how long and it would start freezing. Dude, and uh-huh. it would it would the coffee would get hard, and I just like fucking. How long chuck would it take? It. it would take like twenty minutes. Oh, <laughs> no I would do I would do weird shit like that, like that's drive cool. around. You gotta entertain and yourself. And I, I would like piss off the side of the road and like yeah. yeah. Uh, in like a secluded area, so it wasn't lewd yeah. <laughs> by any means, uh, you know, out of boy, yeah, out outdoors, basically, just like a hiker would do. yeah, exactly. yeah, so uh particular night, I'm out. It's snowy white, so there's oil rigs everywhere in this county. And yeah. as you're like driving around everywhere, you just see lights in the distance everywhere, like all the time. And one night, I see a light to the south of me, and This is where Skinwalker Ranch is. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing lights and just thinking it was oil rig. Doing my report, blah, blah, blah. I was there for like an hour, dude. Doing, typing some report, some stupid DV that was going nowhere. Typing report. And uh, eventually, the light moved and
0: fucking took off. Boo. No shit.
2: And after like a whole hour, I was like, whoa, what the, you know. So, yeah. yeah. The light moved. You think
0: it's like an oil rig? So he's placed in the fucking ground, not going to fucking move ever. Yep. And this bitch takes off. And I remember
2: there was white lights and red and they were circulating and moving. And then, um, so there were white lights and then there was one red one. What? And then it like got up and moved and like hovered for a bit. And I started watching it as it was hovering. Yeah. And then it just went boom and like took off. See you later. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Working out there was a lot of fun. Working rural is a different, different animal. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of the guys I worked with out there, I worry about them a lot because just a lot of those habits and things I learned in law enforcement, I came to the city, and I remember the first time I went to a serious call in the city. Yeah. And I showed up, and I just put everyone in handcuffs, and they're like, my field training officer's like, "What the fuck are you doing, doing?" dude?" I just started cuffing everyone, (laughs) and I was that's what you knew. I was shocked because when because I would show up. I remember showing up on a stabbing once um, with two brothers. They stabbed each other. And it was me and these two brothers, and they both had knives in their hands still. And I talked them both down and hooked them both up. One night I got a call of uh, some yelling at near a trailer, and I didn't have a back, so some trooper backed me. And we knocked on the door. And remember, we were just bullshitting walking up to the door, and we knock on the door. And this dude opens it, opens the door and half of his face is ripped off and hanging down. And he's like, what? And I was like, yeah, dude, uh, like shocked, the brand new, co- I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm like, "Uh, there's blood everywhere. He's like, what? Go away. And I put my foot in the door. I'm like, no. He, so his brother was in there and had attacked him with a hatchet. and his brother still had the hatchet no kidding so we had to like go gun on him and like talk him down and it was on it was on the news i bet the article's in there somewhere that's crazy you can probably type in the name and say man attacked with hatchet by brother you could probably (laughs) find it fits in the story i remember it was all over the news that's crazy I worry about those guys working out there. I don't think they know a lot just because of lack of training. Mm-hmm. I think the old boys that have been there long enough over time have experience. But Sure. Um, but my last uh, experience actually was not out there. It was in the city, uh, the metro area where we work. Yeah. And so one of my favorite places to do reports is in the cemetery. Okay. And it's an old cemetery. Yeah. There's over 400,000 people buried there since the early 1800s.
0: And That many, huh? Yeah. And
2: I'm there all the time. Okay. If you're ever wondering where I was at, Sarge, (laughs) (laughs) I was usually in the cemetery. Because the reason why I like going there, because there's so many people around the city. Mm -hmm. And they're always walking up on your car. So I'll go get gas and I'll drive into the middle of this. Like I go in dude really i'm like up in there and i don't care i'm never scared yeah i don't care at all one night in the summer on a grave shift i've I'd, seen some shit in there bro dude i i've pe- seen some shit pe- in there bro people say stuff so one night i'm in there windows down and i hear a woman's voice excuse me officer you know how people always walk on our cars yeah. and they're just to have a question yeah and i remember being like pissed like uh like what and i open my door and i'm like yeah hello and excuse me officer 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 like 20 feet from me close like a female and i get out and get my light and i start looking like through the tombstones and i'm like i can't i can't see you i'm like talking back to it and she's like officer yeah and i can hear the voice like near me
0: yeah
2: officer uh, officer and i stop and it clicks oh shit that's like someone's talking to me and no one's here and i'm in the cemetery and i was like oh shit yeah. Bye. And I got in my car and I took off. Dude. Oh, yeah. I didn't I come back too. for a week. Oh, no. I, 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 st- I go all the time still. <laughs> <laughs> I go all the time still. so.
0: You didn't answer her question, bro. I didn't. What the she's, hell? she's probably just She's lost still there me. wandering she's around just trying, like, trying oh, to find
2: out. Oh, there's an officer. Officer. Exactly, he can bro.
0: help me find my way. You need to freaking help her out. Community boy. service. Gosh, damn. It's too late. Dude. Karma, karma <laughs> it's bitch. I can't help you with that. Yo, up in that area, dude. There is some weird stuff that goes on. Like, I've seen some weird. What did you see, dude? Like, so in that same cemetery, there is a weird mausoleum. So you can go up there and like call upon the spirits, dude, and like see some stuff that's not like not explainable by the world standards. You can you can call upon like spirits and like you see things that you just cannot explain. The words lack. I can't explain what you see. But, you know, calling upon these things. And I was kind of talking earlier about the children's hospital. It's kind of up in that area. And I remember one night we got a call there of juveniles. They're digging around the hospital. This hospital's been shut down for a long time. So closed to occupancy. Nobody's supposed to go there. So we get up there to find these, you know, look for these trespassers that are on this Location, and we get up there, and we get out, and we walk in, and we can hear people like talking. Dude, there's some trespassers up in this bitch. That's what we're thinking. So we go deeper in, and we're like, "Hey, police, you gotta get out of here!" And we hear like a little girl laughing. And we're like, "What the hell Ooh. is that, dude? You never see it. It's so weird. Like you never see shit like directly on, but out of your peripheral, Horror, yeah, out of your peripheral, you'll like catch movement." And so you'll see the movement in your peripheral and you'll turn toward it and you'll shine your light there and boom, nothing will be there. And so as we see that, we hear this laughing, we go down these stairs, this landing area where there's like a lobby and whatnot. And we hear this laughing and we hear like, I see peripheral movement. So we turn toward it and I shine my light and boom, nothing's there. And as I look towards my peripheral to try to find whatever movement that was, I don't see anything. And as I look and I see nothing. Dude, the goosebumps on the back of my neck. Just go, like feral. This is not of this world. So we're like, oh, no, okay. Let's uh, let's extricate ourselves from the situation. <laughs> so we haul ass back to our cars. We
2: fucking bounced. Dude, I've never we been there. Like, no I'm case. Gonna, I'm gonna dude, go find it. Dude, I'm we go rolled
0: back that. to the west side. Dude, we fucking hauled ass. Back to the west side, we got like, you know, 10 miles away from where we were at. I'm like, okay, pulled car to car. Did you see what I saw? Yeah, man. I saw what you saw, bro. I don't know what it was. It's just a feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, got, I got I got another story, but you got a story too. Okay. This is kind of, no, uh,
1: it kind of is a rookie story. It's probably within three years of, of getting out to the city. So there's a children's museum kind of on the northern... West part of the city, yeah, North Central, yeah. So we get transient calls out the out there all the time because it, it butts right up to a park,
3: mm-hmm. and
1: then even more east of that is it goes up the the mountain, and tons of transients go up there because we don't go up there because nobody wants to climb outta a fucking mind. I've been to this to go building, find these guys. this building. This building yeah, creepy, yeah. dude. I've had creepy to clear that. Shit, bro. Oh yeah. my gosh! So I hate that place. me and my man lover Steve, we go in there. Um, security calls in saying that there's a broken window. They're hearing voices inside. And they think there's transients in there. So we're like, fucking great. So, of course, being the the new guy, being ev- ever diligent and wanting to be a badass, I pull out the long gun. Steve pulls out his shoddy, and so we go into to clear this building. And so we're going two man through the whole building, flashlights on, you know, calling out police everywhere we go. And of course, it's nighttime, and they don't have power to get in the building, so mm-hmm. we can't turn on all the lights. So we start going through, and this is the first time I've ever been in here. Mm-hmm. And there's all Dude's kinds of crazy shit, right? shit in there. Yes. And everything's like half rotted, Dude. half eaten away by bugs and yeah. and hungry transients and shit. <laughs> and so we're going through this building, flashlight on, and I come around this corner and all I see is a fucking alien like from the movie Aliens. Yeah. Whoa. This big animal oh. thing, yeah. What? Fucking safety clicks off. I like, start
2: like the but like the the movie the, alien. A,
1: yeah, the alien itself like I turn around the corner and all my flashlight hits is this big black alien from the movie Aliens. Like the elongated head, the tail whipped out and everything holy like that. Holy shit. So of course safety flicks off and I yell holy shit. Safety flicks off, finger starts to go into the trigger well. Steve of course comes pitter padding around. Boom 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 boom. He was like, "What?" And I was like, "Bro, I almost shot this thing." And he starts laughing as did, I click my did, safety did back he on. Did you see it too? What's that?
2: Did he see it too? Yeah,
1: we're staring at it. It's a big statue. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a big <laughs> what, statue. What the hell? I was like, you guys, shrooms, you, you guys on shrooms or what? No, it's big, big statue thing. And so he's laughing as my safety clicks on and he goes, ha, did you just put your safety back on? I'm like, Yeah, bitch, I just told you I almost shot this thing. <laughs> he starts laughing even harder. Th- Holy shit, you almost shot a fucking statue. You should have like, just shot it for pussy. good measure. <laughs>
2: would would you have
1: kept it to yourself yes fuck yes yeah oh yeah a 10 billion percent why would you have to tell anybody and i would have told steve bitch if you say anything i will fucking deny it (laughs) i've got another round in like i've got all kinds of five five six rounds i'm replacing one in my mag i was like i'm not yeah we go through we clear the whole thing you know, there's nobody in there. We get out and Steve's just laughing. The security dude is like, what? You know, you guys find anything? No. Steve's like, no, we we didn't find anything, Fitz. We we didn't find anything. I'm like, fuck you, dude. There's nobody in there. He's like, nobody. But was there something in there, Fitz? I'm like, bro, get the fuck away from me.
0: <laughs> That's funny. It's about
1: That's the closest funny. thing that I've come to the paranormal. <laughs> That I can think fucking of at least. statue. <laughs> I just like the fact that Ben thought I saw an alien for real.
2: <laughs> I, <laughs> I either thought it was a real or like something. True. You know, Shrooms it's funny or because- Fungus or something. Yeah. Ben, ben like, has like actually
0: seen some right. shit. Right. So when he's like hearing your story, he's like, okay, cool, cool. what do I see? He's like, yeah. Oh, fake as shit? Oh, it's a statue? You fucking pussy. You fucking pussy. <laughs> I Steve see real told shit. the
3: same thing.
0: <laughs> so- another quick story about halloween so me and my buddy we get dispatched up to a call it's a loud party it's a freaking halloween night love halloween and we knock at the door this party's blazing dude loud music you can hear 100 people inside boom 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 knock on the door and as they answer the door they're like hey guys strippers are here <laughs> <laughs> like what what's going on here they, how much are they paying they're like come on in guys come on in we've ordered you guys been a while why did you finally show up here we're like we're not the strippers we're the actual police they're like oh funny funny come on in come on in they're trying to usher us inside this freaking party <laughs> <laughs> and we're like no seriously you guys need to shut the shit down if not you're gonna get a ticket and they're like oh you're really police? <laughs> we're like, yeah, we're really police. Yes. Mother like, ever. oh, well, you could quit your day job and come over here and strip for us. And we're like, <laughs> no. As you know, we're the party poopers. Party, you tra- party you poopers. You could have
2: transitioned. Could have. Because you're all bad boys.
0: <laughs> bad
1: oh, boys. You're oh, all bad gonna bad get boys.
0: tickets. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna give you all so, tickets. Uh, we definitely, we definitely shut that bitch down. We're the party poopers. Nice. We've kind of talked. We actually have an episode. We do have an episode. Party poopers, right? Party so, poopers. So we uh, shut that uh, party down, much to the chagrin of everybody on scene. They wanted us to strip instead, but we didn't. We just threatened with a ticket. Good for you. You're a better man than me. <laughs> you would have stripped. Yeah. In a <laughs> Like, That's let me awesome. see
1: let me see the money first and then we'll talk about what I'm doing after work. I do have one more.
2: One more story. This was before I was a cop. Um Ooh. It was like twenty three. My buddy and I are driving listening to music. And uh we're driving around, it's like two or three in the morning. It's December ish. It's winter. Okay. And we see an old dude walking on the side of the road and we're coming up on him and there's snow outside and he's got like a a white shirt and like a vest and he's pushing a bike and the bike looks like it's from he looks like he's from the 30s okay the way this dude is dressed right like old clothes and i said to my buddy he might need help because he didn't have a jacket on and i'm like pull over man we pull over like right by him flip around and he's gone
0: no shit
2: gone gone and that's legit and we even got out of the car and like looked for him and i remember to this day what he looked like the back of his head he had like a like some ha- receding hairline like bald up top and mm-hmm. he had that like old vest on and mm-hmm. slacks and like old leather shoes and his bice- his bike looked all old like yeah it had the old tires and and your yeah. buddy saw the same thing yeah he saw the same thing we both saw him that is so and weird. we both pulled over to help him and he was just gone yeah he didn't look translucent like lucent or yeah. transparent what Corporeal. Yeah. yeah yeah and he Corporeal. we didn't yeah. get any Corporeal. creepy feelings or anything we just thought it was a dude that and he was oh, so needing some help but yeah. then
0: when you stopped and it was there how would you feel
2: we were like dude it was a it was a ghost yeah, yeah we, dude yeah
0: yeah yeah go 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 for sure so who knows man <laughs> did you get back in your vehicle maybe, and haul the fuck out of yeah there?
2: maybe that guy left home one night and never came back yeah and he's still walking the highway exactly even
0: today i think yeah. that's a thing honestly so ben thanks for coming on
2: heck yeah anytime
0: yeah thanks for sharing those stories that's awesome it's fun we're gonna move on now to our head game maker jocelyn she's got a game for us
4: i do have a game
0: is yeah. it yeah is it halloween themed
4: it is would you rather spooky edition
0: Oh, would you rather Spooky Edition? Interesting. Nice. I like it. Okay, Would
4: you rather be a ghost or a zombie?
0: Ghost. Ghost. Ghost.
4: Ghost.
1: Why? How how cognizant is the I, zombie? I don't like stinking. Is it like the Disney Channel zombies? I think zombies? zombies stink. I don't know. Cognizant enough. Is it like enough. Walking Dead zombies? I don't yeah, know see. what a
4: Disney zombie is. Sorry. I
1: don't want to. They pretty much don't die, but they can talk and
0: no.
2: Do I don't stuff. know though. As a as a ghost though, maybe you're not that free. Maybe you're stuck in this
1: loop. Yeah, this you're you're too. This like loop, certain... this but room. As a this... zombie you well, are. You're uh, cognizant, yeah, I'd go ghost. Okay.
0: As a zombie, it seems like those things have no fucking brain. You can't do shit yourself. Perfect. All you're trying to do is eat brains. You're the...
3: as
2: a ghost as you as a ghost you're trying to work out some problems. Yeah. Yeah, like I feel like as a girl, you're trying to,
4: trying to you've got an goal. You're, try, you're, an yeah, you're trying to look for an officer
2: for help.
0: Yeah, you're trying for an officer for help. Excuse me, officer. Yeah. Officer. Excuse me. And that bitch officer. officer fucking runs away. Yeah. But still, maybe another one will come by yeah. and help you out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I wonder if you were to send out an email, how many officers would be like, "Yeah, I had that same incident happen." Would Question you, two:
4: Would you rather lay down in a bed of snakes? Or a bed of spiders,
1: snakes, snakes, spiders.
4: Oh what? gosh! Nope, snakes. There's spiders. crawling on you? I'm like
0: Indiana Jones.
4: I hate snakes, bro.
0: Yep. See, I'm the opposite.
4: Spiders could get deeper into places. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What?
0: Yep. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yep. Sorry. I don't know. There's not a I don't spider know. out there that's Would gonna bite me.
1: Lay eggs in your ears. No. I, I don't wear pants. Bite the <laughs> tip of your dick. <laughs> crawl can, into your urethra they can, yeah.
4: <laughs> they can get like in uh-huh. how open is your urethra bro <laughs> How small spider, are spiders?
0: Yeah. I'm just saying. There's no. not a spider out there that's going to bite me. And kill me. Uh, there's a uh, snake uh, out there that's going to kill there's me. There's
1: sure. hundreds of poisonous spiders out yeah. there yeah. that oh, of course will kill there's, people.
0: They're poisonous, but it's not going to kill me.
1: There's a couple out there. But,
0: but, but, but not many. yeah, yeah. But, but not many. snakes, you're you're though. Right, you're right. Like, there's so many snakes out there that bite you, you're dead.
2: Yeah. So, but, but, like, what? Maybe what kind of snakes?
0: <laughs> Lots of them, bro. Battlesnake, like, Rattlesnake, cobra snake. No, no, like, what's Sea serpents of some sort. The
4: pit
2: Seasons? that I'm laying in.
4: It's like cobras, it's
0: or are we
2: talking about a geeks?
4: variety pack? Like, a variety <laughs> so, there pack. Could, so yeah.
1: either option, you could have something that'll kill you. Yeah. Snakes. No, I'll just lay down out. slowly. Spiders all day. Spiders.
0: Plus, I can smash those bitches so easy. But you're laying. bed of them. You kill them so easy, though. And I'm heavy. You lay me down initially, I'm killing a bunch of oh, them. Next and question. Smash okay. a bunch of them more. I could shake those bitches off so quick. Oh.
4: oh. Yeah, but you think oh. you shook them off, oh. and then there's one, like, in your pants. <laughs> there's one down your pants. There's well,
0: that one that, that spider's got to deal with my snake. There's
2: that spider the size oh. of your yeah, head dude.
1: And, and then when you pull your pants down to pee, it it falls out. There. It bites the tip of your dick. I'm naked, bro. And it's a brown recluse. I'm naked. And oh, And then man. your dick falls
0: off.
4: I always gonna miss
0: that anyway. She's got the next question. Okay.
4: Would you rather dress up mm-hmm. as a sexy nurse or a sexy cop? Where am I going? To a Halloween party? sexy cop with lots pull of people
0: it off. that you I know, know I can already You know yeah.
2: what I'm so sick of wearing a uniform I think scrubs would be really comfortable Yeah never. I think I'd just go I just wear the scrubs I just
0: know out. how to rock the the cop uniform already uniform. But you you'd have to
4: like with the short shorts like it's stripper stripper mm. This is
3: I can lieutenant Jim Dangle this shit Yeah. all the way totally to do the bank Hey day. here's
2: why the scrubs are good you can you can hang it to the left Yeah. Like. Like, the scrubs, everyone right. sees that. It's like okay. the gray pants thing, right? Yeah. The, all the ladies are into gray pants like I just don't know scrubs. scrubs.
0: I, like, I know where you're coming from, but I just don't know scrubs. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if I can pull it off very well. The cop thing, I know I can pull off really well. You
2: feel you feel more confident? Like, yeah, you feel style? confident, okay. you know? That
4: makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So we've got two cops and two nurses at this party. Yeah. Okay. Okay, we're at your Halloween party, and would you rather have Voldemort or Darth Vader crash your Halloween party? Oh, like Darth the Vader. real life. The real life, Voldemort Darth Vader. or Darth, Vader. Well, Darth Vader. Vader? well, who
3: wants to come to the party more? Because yeah, who does? Whomever wants to come. If Voldemort shows up and he's super into it, I I feel like he's going to be tossing I shit like about.
0: Gonna, I feel like he's going to be tossing around magic spells. Yeah. And I'm like, that's some dumb
2: shit. Bro. So, so here's the thing: I I would love to see Darth Vader for the fandom part of it. Yes, um, but. He's pretty evil, and I think he'd yeah, kill. He'd kill Fitz first because he's brown. Yeah, <laughs> and Darth Vader. Darth Vader was a terrorist. He's a terrorist. He just indiscriminately murders, and I'd be scared. I'd die because Voldemort's. So,
3: more worried about but here's like, the, the pure blood aspect. Oh. aspect. Yeah, none pure of us, blood. None of us are pure
1: blood, so we would all die. we die. That's yeah. why yeah. Voldemort's hand. Yeah, that's why. At least we with involved. Vader, we'd have Vader. a shot. Yeah, yeah,
0: Vader. I'm thinking. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, Plus, you guys
1: would you, definitely have a shot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs>
2: Nation. I don't know. <laughs> I kind of have a rebel <laughs> attitude. A little. I think <laughs> you'd take me.
0: So maybe we sacrifice Ben. Yeah, and then we survive. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Sorry, Ben. I would go Vader for the you out, baby. I'm going Vader fucking vader sorry if i if i die i don't want to die by voldemort no. <laughs> i'd rather to, go i'd rather like, go hand uh, to hand
1: with vader no lightsaber yeah because he's lose. one of the best dude, swords he, play in the, exactly. in the galaxy. Mur- Go no. hand to hand go fist to cuff he murdered little children uh, yeah when he's anakin
0: remember but uh, if i died though at least i died by vader's hand yeah that's Not true voldemort's Literally. hand fuck voldemort dude That'd be, i'd feel like a bitch if i died by that guy yeah. you can always shoot him pretty
1: sure a bullet's probably faster than casting a spell Forty-five ACP is gonna fuck
0: some
2: [SSS3]
4: shit up, brother.
0: Vader. We should test that. You You can shoot
4: them all.
2: Vader might actually be like surprised by a bullet because he's used to lasers. He might be surprised, but he's like, "Oh shit, a bullet!"
3: He's like, "Yeah, bitch, forty-five ACP. Shit gets real, motherfucker. You want to go down? You're gone. Gladys got your name, bitch. Gladys got it on tap."
1: You tag him when he's dying. He's like, damn you, John Moses Browning.
3: <laughs> I'm like, cool. Tonight, uh, yeah. it's fucking Gladys. Tonight it's
0: Gladys. And Jeremy.
3: And Jeremy. Because we're always on top together. <laughs> it's a twosome. It's a twosome. The gruesome twosome, baby. We got it.
4: Okay. Would you rather be a vampire or a werewolf?
1: Which kind of vampire?
3: Fitz wants the fucking... Fuck you, Fitz. <laughs> he wants the fucking twilight. No. in the fucking sun like... I don't Yo, know. Your
4: favorite me. kind. I want a sparkle, Ooh, I want a sparkle.
1: You know, actual old school Dracula.
4: Yeah. Yes. Your, your favorite kind of vampire. I don't know.
2: You know, you, it's easy to romanticize being a vampire, but like he lives in a constant state of hunger and misery, and he's soulless in darkness and can't feel happiness, at least as a werewolf, you get to live your normal yeah. life sometimes, and then you wake up and there's dead kid body parts everywhere. <laughs>
0: yeah. But it so. only happens once a month on a full moon, so
2: I think I choose werewolf. Werewolf.
0: If I'm going to be one thing, it's going to be a werewolf.
3: I'm right there with you. Yeah, uh, uh, a werewolf, werewolf. all along. I know the full moon's coming. I can I can chain myself
0: up. I put can put myself in this box. Yep. For the, like, one or two nights that I gotta be in there. And then on the nights that I'm not there, I still have the ability to turn into the werewolf, but I have more control. I can, yes. Yeah, I like werewolf. Okay. Plus, talking about superhuman powers, that's dope. Oh, yeah. Running around, strength. Yeah, naked.
4: (laughs) Okay, would you rather fight a vampire
0: or a werewolf? I still feel like I want to fight a vampire. I don't know.
2: I feel like there's more... History, Cunning. history, and knowledge Cullings. about fighting vampires than we know about fighting werewolves. Fighting werewolves like Hulk, right, or Wolverine. It's just like a what through the dad, almost, yeah, But King. like a vampire, like maybe you can toy with their emotions. A stake little, him to the right. coffin.
0: You've got you. Yeah, you've got a wooden stake. Like, thing about it is, if you find a, a vampire, you're like, okay, garlic. Cool. He's sleep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's sleeping in the day, awake at night. Gotta find his coffin in the daytime and go stake his heart. Yeah. Yep. You're good. Werewolf is like, ooh, he but plays. It, but
1: the question wasn't werewolf. hunting a vampire. It was Fight. fighting, fighting it. a vampire. Yeah. So I would go so to Costco. fighting a vampire, I would rather go werewolf because you have uh, silver bullets. You can keep them at distance. You have silver weapons. Gotta yeah, shoot really with wooden what, bullets.
0: No, you do. You do. Do you? Are you kidding me? Of course. Yeah, you have like a, a crossbow that's shooting steaks. Yep.
2: I'm going to go to Costco and buy that Silver big boots. ass container of garlic powder. Yeah. You
0: so know I'm that going big one? With, I'm, yeah. going,
3: I'm going Vampiro. Yeah. I think I want to fight a vampire.
0: Yeah. Plus, Van Helsing's a badass. I like I'm that. He badass. fights vampires all the yeah. time. And he fights werewolves too. And he gets some poop on i werewolf. Side. Vampire. 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 Pussies. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Are you ready for the next round? Yes. yes. Well, okay. Josh. okay, would you rather live... In a sick-ass mansion that's haunted, or be the one that is haunting said mansion.
2: Isn't this like six Sense Bruce Willis didn't know he was dead? I, maybe maybe while you're haunting it, you don't realize you're dead. You think you're living in it. I think
4: Jocelyn's
3: saying that you know you're dead, or you know whatever's dead. Okay. Yeah. I'd
4: you're,
2: rather live in it,
0: because then yeah. I can move the fuck out of
3: it. Yeah,
1: me too. I'd go haunting. I'd live it.
3: I'd live it.
0: You're haunting it, that's all you got.
1: That's all you got. Yeah, that would be fun you're, as shit. If you're living in it, it. you
0: gotta fucking I just move the fuck out. You're
1: move not, the, not the one that's out.
4: scared. You're scaring people. Once you move out, I don't know. You can keep Does haunting. The ghost haunt them?
1: Up? I would haunt the
0: shit out of it. And then here. I ghostbuster their asses. See what this is right here? It's called a proton pack, bitch. Pro doo
3: doo 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 Fucking Yanosh.
4: What do you do to channel your inner Dahmer. Okay. Oh, whoa. Would you rather eat a flesh sandwich or a heart pie? I
3: have had a flesh sandwich, and it's pretty delicious. Have you? Yeah. Heart pie is kind of chewy, a lot of muscle. It's probably healthier for you. So is
0: flesh, yeah. though. I've had heart. heart. It's not bad. Heart.
3: heart. Choose heart. I kind of like heart I'm pie. Going, I'm going flesh sandwich. Because I can... It just seems dirtier. Well, but... It's going to be chewy, too. It's going to be chewy, but I can doctor it up a little bit. Really? Trick myself into thinking it's a chicken pot pie. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: hate those, by the
3: way.
4: Would you rather, for the rest of your life, eat only... Candy corns or circus peanuts. That's worse than
0: Popeye.
2: Or circus,
4: circus peanuts. There's oh,
2: circus peanuts. Protein, protein. protein.
0: Even
3: even circus peanuts. Yeah, I
0: was gonna say the same thing. Not even not. circus
3: peanuts. Oh wait. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Circus peanuts. Do you know what? Oh they yeah. Are? yeah. Okay, I know I they're not know. real Fuck. peanuts. They're like guys, the like, marshmallow. And like,
3: some yeah. guys I've, I got candy corns, I'm like, you got a circus penis? Because <laughs> I like that more than those. Those fucking candy, candy corns. Dude, terrible.
0: They're so disgusting.
1: Terrible. Ugh, my mind why candy. they still make circus peanuts. I, right. just,
4: I hate candy corns. Next question. <laughs> I <It's> do. <so laughs> fucking, worse. It's fucking it's worse. Okay. <laughs> Four, this dude. is the last one. Okay. Would you rather trick or treat?
3: Trick. I'm treating. All day? Oh, really? I'm treating. That baby. surprises yeah.
0: me. Trick
2: is too much work. Treat. Yeah, I'll treat. Treat, treat and get the
3: fuck I'm out. I'm treating of that motherfucker. Yeah, I'll treat I'm it. like you're looking for an ace but <laughs> Here's a jack and you're dead, old guy. Of, I love. Wouldn't that be a trick? <laughs> no, that's a treat. I think that's a treat. For trick. me. That's a treat. That's a treat for me. No, tricks for
0: people, dude.
4: That's a trick. That's a I'm trick. treat, motherfuckers. <laughs> that's
0: a trick. I'm treating motherfuckers that's to a, death. That's a trick. To death. That's a trick. <laughs> Thanks, Joss, for Thank the you, uh, Joss game. For that was fun. fun. That was a, a lot of uh, back and forth. Yes. I appreciate it. That was fun. We can actually air that one. Thank you so much. <laughs>
4: Chuck will be jealous. You are welcome.
0: (laughs) The fact that
1: we had to pull pull a segment because it was too raw, Too ridiculous.
0: (laughs) Thanks for the game. I'm going to move on to the next segment, which is the Savage of Of the the Week. week. (laughs) The Savage of the Week comes to us from Wyoming. It was two homies who are on the wrestling team up for the college up in the area. And I'm just going to read this excerpt from this story. So it says here, There is a friend who sticketh closer than a brother. It actually said sticketh? Yes. Okay. I think it might be a quote. Oh. Uh, It says here, Incredible fight for survival between two college wrestlers and a grizzly.
1: Holy shit. Grizzly bear.
0: So Kendall Cummings and Brady Lowry, who are sophomores at Northwest College in Powell, Wyoming, were antler hunting when they had a surprise encounter with a grizzly bear at close range. So the uh, game and fishing area up there said in a statement on Monday, they were carrying bear spray, but the attack unfolded so quickly they were unable to deploy it and ended up going hand to hand with the bear. Shut the f- What? With Kendall jumping on the bear's back and ripping at its ears dude in an attempt to get him to release putting the bear in a rear naked choke trying to get the bear to release his buddy
3: i've been there once or twice
0: (laughs) so he says quote i could hear his teeth when they would hit my skull i could feel when he'd bite down on my bones and they would kind of crunch oh dang so this is the boys right here this is the picture of them in the hospital afterward this is directly after the encounter
1: Holy crap, dude.
0: He's got a couple rounds with a grizzly. Is that crazy?
1: That's crazy. These are sophomores. So these are like 20-year-old kids. 20-year-old kids in,
0: 20 20 year old kids that is in college. That is that his yeah. yeah, That's top of his head yeah. right there.
4: Grizzly's got his friend, so he just jumps on the grizzly's back so, and puts yep, in him in a weird The grizzly weird comes joke. and
0: attacks his butt. What a badass. So instead of running away like your self-preservation wants you to do, he jumps on the grizzly's back, gets his hand around his neck and starts ripping at the bear's nose and eyes and ears to get that bear to release his buddy. And the bear turns on him and starts biting him. His buddy's able to like, get their stuff and they like, I don't know if they shoot with bear mace or what, but the grizzly decides they're too much work and runs away and they survive. What dude. the How crazy shit. is that? Savage. Bro. savage. That, one,
1: that one's going to be in the running for the savage of the year, dude.
0: Kendall Cummings and Brady Lowry there are savages of the week. Holy shit! Those kids, honestly, gentlemen. in the face of death, That's certain badass. fucking grizzly, defied it and they
3: fought off that. Ground. Way to fucking go!
1: Hey, that, yeah. make, that makes up for the fact we didn't have one last week. Yeah, I agree.
3: That's fucking double. And stravaged. it's
1: two, so those are yeah. There you go. Think about how grateful you'd be if
2: you're the dude whose buddy did that. Yeah, yeah. You're like yeah.
0: honestly, your yeah. If jump your buddy grizzly doesn't jump on
3: its back, you're done. You're yeah, done. You're dead. You're done. Yeah. What do you owe that buddy? A squeezer. Yeah. a squeezer I hope so yeah for sure I, th- I hope th- so I think
0: at least massage that could lead to something more yeah, yes yeah. yeah tell you right now if we're on duty you guys to save my life oh, free, whatever you want
3: okay I'm All right. I'll I'm remember down. that. We're putting that shit on three cops, one mic. Three cops, one mic. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's
3: going to make some money. We're going to reenact that grizzly bear encounter.
0: <laughs> what? I'll be the
1: grizzly.
4: <laughs> I'll, I'll fucking get a fur. <laughs> You're the grizzly
1: bear. Yes, exactly. That That's awesome. had have happened pretty quick. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That dude had to have jumped on that bear's back yeah. pretty dang quick because that attack could have been way to too think long. That
3: these yeah. dudes in, in Wyoming, right? Yeah, I'm assuming they grew up understanding bear country probably they're, well, they, they're not they, said they, were, out, uh, they were hiking searching. with
4: they were hiking with bear yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Have yeah. so they, they have the some knowledge they have some
3: semblance of what's going yeah. on yes right yeah they know what's going on yeah and for them to understand like hey you're getting attacked i'm going yeah. to like, hey, I'm gonna save your life yeah that's a lifelong debt yes for that's sure. a life debt yeah
1: that's a life debt absolutely. i use my life for sure so is he like his servant now
3: absolutely i mean that's a thing back in the day okay, we're in fucking grizzly country uh-huh. the grizzly comes your buddy hops on the grizzly's back saves your life mm-hmm. what would you not give that dude
1: like whatever dude
3: uh, two years later right you're a little fucking mangled he's really fucking mangled you win the <laughs> fucking lottery 200 mil
1: oh he's getting at least half 100 mil oh yeah okay that's
0: worth it that's
1: that's yeah. good seriously yeah. i think that's
0: good I think that would be the same way. That would be the same way. If I get a buddy who freaking saves my ass, dude, like you owe him everything. Yeah, man.
3: You're dead otherwise. That's Especially, sick. Nate, with the fucking whiskeys and all that shit that yeah. motherfucker does. Nate, if you're listening, you better start fucking producing more. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking flavored vodkas, the meat. Step it up. We're fucking with Grizzlies out here, buddy. <laughs> Nate, that fucking feral hog comes out.
0: We're going to save your ass. <laughs> you're welcome. I need it. Oh, for sure. You have to eat it. Are you going
1: to do a Savage Squad boys night out there? Yes. And go hog hunting? Yes, buddy Nate I, I told We, Nate we legitimately should. So,
0: anywho... Any
3: Hoosers
0: Halloween Absolutely. 2022 for sure.
3: Skinwalker Ranch, it's going to kill you. Skinwalker yeah.
0: Ranch. If you want to know what Ben's talking about, check that out on Netflix a little yeah, bit. Check, check it, out. it out. It's it's probably just a little slice of the pie. Go out
2: there and go camping.
0: Damn. <laughs> Damn.
2: Yeah. yeah. That yeah
4: so, Maybe we should record an episode there. To- Dude, that yeah. would be dope as shit. Oh.
2: I'm sure. Yeah. There's Airbnb's cabins out hold there. Hold on. Hold on.
0: Fitz, you're not you going to? In?
2: He's her bait. Maybe that's 2023. Hold on, We're said hold on. Hold
4: on. No, Fitz is there.
3: Hold on, Fitz is No, he he's going to die. No, no, no. Are you in? Maybe.
0: I'm in. Are you in? I'll go. I'm in. I'll Are go. you in? I'll go. Let's go. You can show us around. Yeah.
4: Try it twice, Fitz.
1: Yeah.
0: Try it twice fuck fine <laughs> yes, yes.
4: So in. fuck around yeah. to find out maybe uh, my own words being used <laughs> me. Halloween special it. Halloween
2: special 2023 yeah. yeah oh yeah
0: anyway check us out on Instagram domesticated savages check us out on Facebook also domesticated savages and check us out on our website domesticatedsavages.com and always remember Stay savage. Stay savage. Stay savage. savage.
1: Savage thou shalt stay. Stay
4: savage.